It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about fine. It's finally about people, and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept.、Uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force that sort of controls our destiny、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence. Great face, wonderful to look at, full of guts. Nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and dead. But, you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello, welcome back to Generation Skywalker. We are back with the Modern Way, episode nineteen of the Modern Way. So we're、uh, we're plowing on with them. And who is with me tonight? I've got with me Dan. Good evening, Dan. Hello there. And I got Jez. Good evening, Jez. Good evening. We're just a nice little three-way tonight. How are we, old boys? Because first time we've recorded a modern since London Film and Comic Con. It's been a a fun month. Enjoying your summers. It's a bit toasty.、Uh, Jez, you've just got back from France. Lovely. Really, really good. It's all right at the moment. You know, the sun is out. That's good. It's it's August. That's good. We're getting slightly closer to Christmas. That's good. And fuel prices have started to go down. That's good. Yeah, it's good when they hit one ninety again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, positivity. <laughs> yeah. Well, talking of positivity, last month、uh, I missed the modern way, and you two took took the reins of it.、Uh, Dan, you hosted. And Dave Tree joined us, which which I really really enjoyed. It was great to hear his his take on Hasbro and the way they do business from a toy shop's perspective. I mean, I learnt quite a lot, and you don't sometimes think about certain issues, and it certainly made me think about the pre-orders quite a bit since that show, and and actually what a what a real crappy way of doing business, really. You you boys had some lovely um lovely feedback from the listener Jeff Tilly. Now Jeff is quite a good supporter of the podcast, and I was a、uh, He put this lovely post. I mean, I think he, t- I think he tagged us in it. I'm not sure. Actually, now I'm looking at it, I don't think he did tag us in it. But on his own personal wall, he just put up.、Um, let me just read you the message. Just you know, because I, I, I did think this was lovely. It's rare for me to say, "Wow, that blew me away," as I listen to many entertaining podcasts. However, episode 81 of Generation Skywalker was just that. First of all, this one has a different dynamic than usual. Regular member Dan hosted, and was joined by fellow team regular Jez and guest Dave. 
Good shows work when you feel you are listening to a social conversation that you don't want to end. This was akin to three mates chatting about their passion. Now, that might be Star Wars toys, but came across in a way that would appeal to just diehards, which I am not. Dave is a toy retailer, so his perspective was fascinating as an insider. Jez, who maybe doesn't always get too much talk time on the team group shows, we'll go into that in a minute because... uh, I sometimes think you can't get in the show up. <laughs> Certainly Sean in this. Dan impressed me in the lead role and hope he gets more hosting chances in the future. Well done, Dan. Um, I was just going to message the show, but I thought I'd say it here as a review. The Generation Skywalker team do loads of great shows, particularly their recent Attack of the Clones anniversary set of shows. I've commented on just one from their consistent output. Google up Generation Skywalker and see what takes your interest. I thought that was a really lovely post. And uh, I only saw it just by chance that I'm friends with Jeff. I think Jeff's based in Australia. Yeah, it was lovely to read. And I thought it was really nice. Now, the only line I disagree with you, Jeff, is the <laughs> Jez doesn't get too much time to shine because I would say he's one of the most vocal. And sometimes perhaps, perhaps we edit him down so much because you <laughs> he's like those old wind up toys that, you know, the wind up toys that never stopped being wound up. They carry on walking and walking and walking. You know, like, but yeah, it was a really nice post and uh, well done, boys. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, well, when I can get a word in edgeways, Stu. <laughs> yeah, just go and listen to the uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi podcast and see how little screen time Jez gets. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> the last one, so that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. But my point is, yeah, Jeff, lovely. Thanks ever so much, and Stu, you know, well done for you for taking that so well. I mean, first podcast you've not been involved with for a while. We get a rave review. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, to be honest with you, Jeff, I edited that show and um, I saved it, saved it in the edit. So uh, it's not it's not always as good as you hear. I know you two did it last month, but I just want to ask you recent acquisitions. I know you've both been enjoying dabbling in a bit of modern, especially with the vintage prices as they are. And uh, also kind of where's your modern going at the moment? Where where are we heading? What's your target? Has it changed? No, my target is That's still... enough now, mate. Dan? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's so funny. Mint on card, the vintage collection. As you know, I'm getting one of each. One of each sort of release. Phantom Menace, Tag of the Clones, Bad Batch, etc. And, uh, and that's ever growing. And I'm enjoying it. And I've got two more this month. So I finally got a Phantom Menace, one which I actually wanted, rather than just the peg worms you usually see. So I've got the Phantom Menace, I've got Droid, uh, Battle Droid there, and I got the Solo one, which is the Trooper. You know, the sort of, what are they called? The uh, the big troopers you see on the right. um, Solo train. Yeah, that, those ones, I, I really like that card back. So I'm doing well with my vintage collection collecting. And that's going to grow pretty quickly over the next few months, mate, with Andor and yeah and what else is coming up do you do you treat them to acrylic not yet at the moment they're just in a detolf just all on their own and they're actually all freestanding now this is probably not necessarily a good thing but the way the bubbles are on them they're all able to freestand and they're absolutely fine now that's probably not in the long run ideal for the bubbles because it might be putting a tad more pressure on them but they display great. They're, they're looking great. So I'm either going to get the, um, there's been a bit of a discussion recently on on the de- sort of deflector cases and a couple other brands or acrylic. I don't know. But at the moment, just enjoying it for what it is. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Dan. I've had Craig bring me back the Geeky Tiki Cantina four packs from Celebration. So I've still got both of those 
in front of me. I need to get them out of the boxes, actually, but I've got those. I got the Luke Snowspeeder Pilot Hot Toy. So I've got that in hand now. I did an unboxing of that. So if you want to see what that looks like, head over to YouTube and check out our YouTube channel. And I pre-ordered the Cad Bane we spoke about last month. So I've got the Hot Toys Cad Bane on pre-order. And I've also pre-ordered the Kenobi that was uh, announced since we last recorded as well. The only other thing, this isn't mine, it's my son's, but we picked up the Lego Kenobi versus Vader the Kenobi series that little set so it's the scene where I can't remember the name of the planet there's so many of them but it was the uh the quarry fight where Kenobi gets barbecued by Vader so you've got a, a nice little setup with all these flame colored pieces of Lego that you can spill out across the uh this this diorama that they've that they've put together and you pull the floor open and all the flames flick up so it's it's a nice little set it's okay and um, we'll talk about it some more in a bit I think it's in the in the new releases for Lego but yeah that, that that's that's me so a couple of hot toys pre-orders one in hand a lego set and some tiki's nice nice that's is it mapusa mapusa something like that wasn't it i don't know yeah that rings a bell what about you Stu? well obviously it's been it's actually been three months since i spoke about my acquisition so i'm not going to go too heavy on it because obviously the month before it was attack of the clones month but like dan craig brought me back both boxes of the tiki's um for the cantina aliens absolutely love them i've dabbled in a bit of vintage collection i've bought a fair bit of black series been uh buying a few bits off off our friend dave over at all the cool stuff so um i've added a bits there i've had a few hot toys finally announced luke snowspeed has arrived Moff gideon arrived anakin on the steps arrived what else i haven't got them all out the only one i've actually opened is uh moff gideon so i've got seven now under my desk so they will be uh getting open but Moff Gideon was the one I nearly cancelled and then I opened it and I was thinking oh it's lovely it's really lovely his cape is beautiful and his face sculpt's amazing so I'm actually really happy I've uh, I've got that uh what bit of bit and piece of lego just thinking and I've bought a load of I bought some of the micro galaxy squadron just to uh do a couple of little mini tiktok reviews so um got some reviews coming on tiktok so go and check out our account over there where I'm going to actually rip open some of these toys and two minute review straight you're up. loving you're you're living the tiktok dream at the minute you're born again it's good fun good fun it's good fun just watching old videos but yeah yeah back on track so so i'm trying to sort my garage out tiki 421 sorry out at the moment and i, I want to build a cantina diorama with what i think the best sculpts are from each of the cantina aliens that have been available over the years so that is the uh, target for the second half of the year so it's true when we started this podcast or even before then you spoke i need to sort my garage out and so you've had it completely refitted looks brilliant we've all been around there and seen it and you're still talking about sorting your garage out do you, do you know what mate I've, this, I've still got so much stuff in the middle i just need to clear it i'm really scaling my collection back vintage and modern and gonna just kind of make it a nice space this garage which Stu refers to you need to vacate your mind of all images of garages you know it this isn't a garage this is what Stu refers to as tiki 421 this is a showroom but it's just a little bit messy in a couple places but it's a beautiful showroom Stu does not do it justice in his oh yeah got to tidy up the garage it's not what you think folks it's getting there. I'm going to go and buy a couple of new units this week, just so I've got more space to put stuff. Oh, I did forget one thing. Talking about celebration, Craig bought back the Malcolm Tween print for me. We're talking modern. It's all modern, isn't it? This is alternative yeah. modern stuff. So 
he brought back the latest tween print for me, which was the Kenobi one. And when it was released by Dark Inks, they said, oh, it's the 10th one. And I'm counting all of the tween artwork, which I've got in my office. And I thought I had every piece and I've got eight. So I contacted Mal and said, hang on a second, what, what am I missing? And apart from the new one, he said it was his very original. It was his first one, which he produced for Celebration 4, which was Vader versus Luke uh, Jedi. And uh, he threw that in because I've got all of his other pieces. So uh, Malcolm Tween, you absolute legend. So he has allowed me to complete my collection of um, all 10 tween prints. So I now have got two more to get framed and uh, yeah, going to have to shoehorn <laughs> shoehorn them in somehow. But I'm really pleased with that. I'm grateful for Craig for bringing them back. That's a, that's a lovely touch. I know you've had, I mean, over the years, you've had a bit of contact with Malcolm. But yeah. That's still a really nice thing to do. Would you have them all framed the same? Yeah, they're subtly different because as this has gone on over a period of nine, ten years from when I bought the first one, framers going in and out of business and then sort of frame stocks and bits and pieces, uh, they change ranges, but they're close enough. You know, they're all to look at it. You're like, oh, yeah. And then you'll notice that there's a slight bead here or a little bit of a change there. But they uh, they all fit very, very well. I mean, framing, when you get a piece of artwork like that, you you absolutely need to commit to the framing, you know, getting it double mounted and everything else. It just looks beautiful. It looks really good. I mean, the frames are often, I, I found it in some cases, the frames end up costing more than the prints themselves. If you get them done, you know, to a really lovely standard to make them pop. Ah, nice, nice. Actually, you talk about posters. I mean, I've, I've also picked one up this month, which I wanted um, Mark Daniels he did a, a the layer of the rancor you might well have it jez which is a great little picture of the rancor rivula looking frightened in front but it was one of his prints he did and dark ink and he didn't have any left but i've got two call sheets for the rancor from return of the jedi i've got a storyboard yeah and i thought oh you know his print would be really good and actually luckily i said to Mark, have you got any left he goes i literally haven't he goes it's um something that was done a long time ago it's cleared out and thing and then days later he just messaged me he goes oh the bloke who um can't remember the whole backstory, but someone he was connected to had the original, uh, the first print or something of it, and they were going to auction to raise money for charity. He was just like, oh, here's an email. Just put in a blind bid for the Rancor. So I did that, and Mark got it delivered to him and posted it down a couple of weeks ago. So I have got that print. So when I do have my little sort out, I will have a nice little Rancor. And I'm actually quite gutted now that the Rancor HasLab project didn't make it and I didn't back it because it's just gone lovely in front of it. But hey such is life i should have gone up against you on that i stepped aside for you on that i really like that poster and the other one the, the sand person one i forget what it's called there's the it's like a horror movie poster isn't it with the sand people on it i can't think mm. what is it revenge of the sand people i think it's yeah. called that is that is awesome yeah no nice just going to complete that little thing and it's going to find somewhere to put it and set it up and maybe get a few more little rancor trinkets all of mark's artwork's great yeah we do need to do a celebration artwork celebration have just announced that they're art gallery is now sort of open for submissions you know so they're now taking entries for for uh, for 2023 and over the years the artwork has been just stunning it's been brilliant so it'd be really really good to do a show dedicated to that see if we can get mark on see if we can get malcolm on yeah i'd like to do that be quite nice actually i mean celebration is in london next year it's in um, april be lovely to have like january february march the odd tribute show for celebration building up in amongst all our normal shows and kind of throw a few in so i'll leave you with that one jez 
<laughs> we're just trying to do the same to Dan. And Jez, perhaps you could also do the sounds of celebration. <laughs> sounds of celebration. Yeah, that's a challenge yeah, for you, yeah. okay? I want you to produce yeah. an hour show, okay? Roger that. <laughs> Jez, did you get your, well, you got any news on your uh, Gentle Giants, Luke Skywalker bus? What's the latest on that? Ah, uh, yeah, God. So that has now arrived at Ian Sanderson's, and Ian is now in the process of posting it to me. So I think it's yeah probably going to be about another what forty to sixty dollars or something like that to post it from from the states. So we'll eventually get here. I've, I think I've learned my lesson with regards to um, yeah ordering direct and then yeah, it just takes a while these things. That's the whole thing with the pre-orders, isn't it? On everything, we don't go in a shop anymore and look at this stuff. You've got to make a decision there and then, and it is a bit annoying. I know we're going to get on to the announcements but even that obi-wan that you just talked about dan that's already down to a wait list on sideshow mm-hmm. and it's not due until the end of 2023 to april 2024 so you're talking a long time away and you've got to make a commitment to them yeah. it's a strange strange thing luke x-wing has just been 12 months i'll say just you know it's just been 12 months yeah and it's just it's really dragged for me having that's my sort of first pre-order yeah it's dragged it really has we're just a general chit chat. I think I think we can end this now. We've probably done a long Between the 8th and the 10th of July was London Film and Comic Con and we were privileged to be invited to be part of the Star Wars zone. Let's just talk about the event. Jez, what, what was our setup there on the day and can you explain a bit about the Star Wars zone? Right, so Dave Tree was in charge of the Star Wars zone, which was a dedicated area for Star Wars fans. Didn't include retail outlets. That's not quite true. There was one, uh, which I'll come on to. But it was a dedicated area where you would have the various different cosplay groups with their backdrops and various different sceneries. So you had UK Garrison, the 501st, the Mandalorian Mercs, um, so all sorts of people and others who would just, you know, gravitate over to that area. So it was just an absolute medley of cosplayers, which was brilliant. Some really, really good ones. King Cosplay. There, there was all sorts of stuff. So that that was fantastic and really added to the whole ambience of it. And so you, you had your usual suspects. You had Dave with his all the cool stuff shop, which was brilliant. So well stocked. You had fan tracks were there. Star Wars sessions were there. Um, so there's lots of fundraising and you had Stormtrooper Coffee also had a booth and you had a few others, one or two Z's just in there for maybe for a day or so. But Generation Skywalker were there and we were there. Absolutely. We had our huge pop up stand and various different things on display. So we, we took some bits which kind of not summed up, but some things which really represented some of the content which we've produced over the last couple of years. So we had glass cabinets with beer show bits and pieces, some vintage, original vintage uh, collecting merchandise as well as modern. We had the hot toys and the giveaway, which uh, Dan's going to talk about shortly. And we had some Helix bits and pieces. So all sorts, you know what it's like, all eras, all passions, all Star Wars. And that was co-located next to my running Stormtrooper booth because I thought there was an opportunity there not to be missed. 
for us to do some fundraising for charity. And you raised quite a bit, didn't you, in fairness, to your charities, which a month before the event wasn't expected, which is fantastic. Yeah, I was pleased with that. Yeah. And oh, I mustn't forget as well, Darth Elvis was there. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, yeah, it was one of those things where I had drawn a line at that time, I had drawn a line under the Run and Stormtrooper stuff. However, the virtual medals, the Run and Stormtrooper medals, which I had set up with a separate company, there were still some of those just dormant hadn't been sold so therefore not raising money for charity i spoke to the company and uh, they agreed to sell them all on to me for the same amount of money which they owed from a charity point of view and saying right so now that's cleared the books and everything you've got left sell them for as much as you want so therefore maximizing money maximize what you can get for charity so it was a it was a really great idea both the charities were delighted with it because they were going to get about 120 quid each and we ended up raising 721 so it was it was an easy it was an easy thing for us to do not huge not groundbreaking amount of money but it was uh, just another 721 pound which as you said a month ago they weren't expecting precisely uh, Dan, any highlights from the event? It was a, a mixed bag of people, wasn't it? There, I don't think you know, it wasn't purely Star Wars fans. There was people walking by, and they kind of yeah, it was Star Wars, and just kept walking and didn't like eye contact. But then the people that did engage with us, it was it was great fun. It, it you know the day flew by. You know we weren't we weren't ever really standing around doing not doing very much. And Baby Yoda was a great draw as well on the Sunday afternoon. It was a bit entertaining, wasn't it, when we put that that Baby Yoda out and everyone started fawning over it. Dave Tree was was trying to push some of his products so lent us uh was it the is it the the eating baby Yoda wasn't it the the, one the snacking got, Grogu it's called there you go the snacking Grogu so we we put one of those out on our little lectern and just left him there and we pretty much walked away and let the magic happen and we had yeah crowds of cosplayers taking photos with this little eighty pound baby Yoda toy so yeah you were a nightmare <laughs> you were an absolute parents nightmare you were when oh, those no, young oh, kids yeah. came over oh those two girls. <laughs> Those two oh, young girls word. walked over and I went, look, they're on that shelf over there. You can go and buy one. And they went screaming towards those trees. I had to apologise to their mum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's good until they saw the price of it. Yeah. We did yeah. manage to sell one to those cosplayers. Those, uh, the chap that was dressed as Kylo Ren on the Saturday and Chewbacca yes. and Han Solo. I mean, his costume was excellent. Yeah. They did go and treat themselves to one after they saw it out. So it was a was a wise decision getting it out. King cosplays. That was Wayne and Gemma. Yeah, they were brilliant, weren't they? I but, think there was a whole good vibe in the Star Wars zone, though. So obviously, you, had, you know, Dave was opposite us, and then you had the guys from Fan for Tracks and the guys from Star Wars Sessions, Darth Elvis, and I think, yeah, I think it was there was a there was a good uh, a good buzz in the area. I thought it was it was it was quite it was quite um yeah felt like we were all in it together. Yeah, top artist Jamie Richards was there Saturday, wasn't he? Um, he came for a curry with us in the evening, and the Star Wars Sessions lads were good value for money, weren't they? You're right though, Dan. Yeah. Sometimes when the people are walking past, like you like Star Wars, they just ignore you or they go no. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't like I imagine doing a celebration. But well, yeah, you're right. When people engage, I mean, I've I arranged a few interviews and we met a few people. It's lovely always getting people come up to you, going, "Oh, I listen to you," and they're they're people you don't know, and how they retail yeah. what what their favourite. We had one chap who's been listening on the school runs and he loved Attack of the Clones month. And there was a lady that came over and said she'd listened to us when we were on TVR and had come over to Generation Skywalker with us. That was was nice to hear and. And I managed to to get a few contacts, which we all be hooking up. Um, I was going to say you got a few phone numbers as well, didn't you? Jay? Yeah, a few phone numbers of people to arrange interviews and things like that. So yeah, definitely um definitely worthwhile doing. 
I think they're going to do a Star Wars zone again. That's the, the thing, not in the winter one or the spring one. I think it's going to be a summer-based event, but um, hopefully it will grow. I mean, we talk about guests there. There was a lot of there was a lot of guests there from Star Wars, from big guests. Andy Serkis was there, obviously played Snoke, and then you had people who were background cast and that. But um, Andy Purvis was there, which was which was real pleasure. Now he's if you go back to A New Hope, he was the um, the praying mantis that's at the bar. And he's never signed. Jason Joyner has been trying to get him to come to a London Comic Con for many years. But I, I think he's, he lives in New Zealand or Australia, one or the other. And he comes from a very wealthy background now. But Jason Joyner only managed to get him because he is the brother of Katie Purvis, who was there signing as well. Obviously, she was in Star Wars as well. So he'd come along just for the one day. So I did go around and get him. And he was uh, he was absolutely lovely. And Jason said it was probably the only time he'll ever get him to sign in the UK. So, so he'd, uh, you know, there were some good guests there. There was a, a good selection. They changed daily. But there was a lot of um, a lot of good guests there. We did a panel. So it didn't matter that it was the graveyard shift. It was the last event of the last day. You know, there was everyone was leaving, everyone was packing up, people had gone, it had been so, so hot. However, we still probably had the same amount of people in there as most of the other panels had, I would say, that whole weekend. And and we did it and we can put it on the resume. It was just it was good fun and it was it was a team effort, you know, Craig put it together. Um, because shout out already to Craig, because you know, we've spoken about what we've been doing. Uh, and, and the fact that we were at the booth, but the person who was probably working the hardest, who unfortunately couldn't join us, was Craig. And he was busy as a busy thing, putting together the best videos every day and sorting out all of our social media content. So, yeah, the panel had been put together by Craig, who wanted to ensure that we encapsulated everything that we cover. And we had 45 minutes to do that. And I think from a timing point of view, we pretty much nailed it. And we had the best q a session at the end oh, that kid rhino he was great wasn't he yeah <laughs> and another question <laughs> and another question <laughs> he was like the young lads at the beginning of home alone like you know does this give good gas mileage does this do this <laughs> he was just asking brilliant questions really really good questions which made you think and also over the course of the weekend we did this fantastic giveaway of a hot toy which was the Shore Trooper. We also gave away one set of the tiki mugs, but the but the Shore Trooper hot toy was a, a big draw. People were loving that competition. And Dan, that was um, donated by someone you interviewed, and I'm sure you'd like to give him a shout out and his company. So yeah, Lee Ward over at The Good, The Bad and The Robots, who we interviewed back in February, who spoke to us about all things hot toys in his, his own collecting journey and then about his business, The Good, The Bad and The Robots, kindly sponsored us with a Shaw Trooper hot toy, as, as Stu's already mentioned. So he, he sent it to me through the post, took it along to the show. And to enter, you had to follow us on one of our social media platforms, so whether that was Facebook, Instagram, uh, all the other ones that are out there, TikTok, Twitter. You needed to basically follow us. You got entered into the draw. And at the end of the weekend on the Sunday evening, we went in and picked a name out. And it was a chap by the name of Harrison Eisted, hopefully I've, I've pronounced your, your surname correctly, Harrison, but I've had, I've had a response from Harrison now. He's now received it and sent us through a lovely photo of him holding it. Uh, so, yeah, that was a, a really great competition and a really good way to engage with the people walking through the Star Wars zone. There's a lot of people that hadn't heard of Hot Toys, didn't know what they were. We took along a Hot Toy with us. It was the, the, the Boba Fett from the Book of uh, Boba Fett series with the fantastic Tamara Morrison head sculpt. It, 
grabbed a lot of attention and we showed people what toys were and then all of a sudden they wanted one for themselves so we had lots of entries to that and we also had a set of the cantina alien uh, geeky tiki muglets that geeky tiki kindly provided us to give away at the event and to enter that one you needed to hashtag us on a on a photograph uh, that you took at the event on on instagram and we would uh, we drew a name out at the end of the weekend and it was i think it was darth elvis who won that wasn't it Stu? it was he'd post, post up a lovely post about it was at the panel actually a photo of us three on stage and just a post saying that he'd come away from the weekend and we'd got a new listener and he'd really enjoyed engaging with us and um enjoyed the panel and whatnot so it was a lovely post and uh, yeah well well deserved in that regard as well so yeah so a massive thank you to geeky tiki for the muglets and also to you know the, the generosity as well of, of lee ward over at the good the bad and the robots if you want to go and check out what else he's got on offer head over to the good the bad the Ro- and the robots.co.uk or you can phone lee directly and he's, ha- he's happy with his number phone number being given out it's zero seven three five nine double one nine eight five seven or you can head over to facebook and search for the good the bad and the robots and if you want the latest from Lee in terms of what's coming out, um, search on Facebook for the good, the bad and the robots chat. That's the one that I found a lot more um, interactive and Lee will post up there the latest on what's what's uh, what's coming into stock and when he's going to be shipping the, the hot toys out. And if you do struggle to remember that number, you can phone Dan on 07. <laughs> and I'll see it again. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you lee ward also go and check out that interview it's a brilliant interview that is a belter uh, dan did a great job on that jeff you'll like that because dan hosted that without me really really good i was just and- about to say the same thing but i got <laughs> muscled out and you don't talk <laughs> what i will say is we learn a hell of a lot about how what to deliver what brings people in it was a real learning curve for us and i, I know that when we do future events that that a lot of things will change from from doing that event i think it was a really important exercise for us uh, i thank show masters i thank jason joiner and massive thanks to dave tree for allowing us to be there to participate we took up a hell of a lot of space but it was a hard working weekend i mean we were we weren't going to bed till half 12 at night jez one o'clock some nights back up at like half five six but it was a quite a fulfilling experience it was it was good and i for one thoroughly enjoyed it we will be back. Definitely. In the town where I was born, lived a hermit near Desert Sea. And he told us of his life on the planet Tatooine. So we gazed at the twin suns into the stars. I mean, actually, looking at the show notes tonight, there is announcements, but they're not as heavy as what they sometimes are. But the news seems to be a bit more full from the last show. First of all, you covered the Reaver Force FX lightsaber, the HasLab 
project. Dave was positive it was, was going to get funded and it didn't. Uh, Jez, just how, how far away was it? Yeah, man. I had said back then, there's no way this is going to happen. I love Moses Ingram. I really did. I, I thought she was great and I liked her character, but there was no way, no way this was going to go. It didn't even reach a third of what they needed. So quick recap, right? So the crowdfunded project for the Black Series, Reva, the third sister, Force FX Elite lightsaber, not just any lightsaber, an elite lightsaber, which it would cost us in the UK the sum of 459.99. They had a target of 5,000 backers, and this crowdfunded project was open from May the 28th to July the 12th. So a fair amount of time, and it didn't even get 28% of the required backers it got 1413 backers so quote due to lack of backers unfortunately this product will not be produced and i am not surprised no i was i was quite surprised when i heard it back dave going i'll definitely get because i thought it was such a bad choice i said earlier i would have banked the rancor now in hindsight i never would have gone anywhere near this the price of it alone i mean how much did we pay for the um the razor crest dan was it 300 something pound 350 maybe maybe not quite as much as that something something in that region this was more yeah 100 pound more if it was at your upper end then that's just crazy you the fx lightsabers all right it's quite a cool lightsaber but fx lightsabers are released all the time for 200 250 quid i know it's got two blades it's double bladed but there's better sabers out there that probably represent star wars more i, I was yeah yeah, it, it was just it was just a surprising item. Is there we do another Haslab before the end of the year? Potentially, there's this uh, there's an event, isn't there? There's like a online Hasbro convention type deal on the 22nd of September. Um, my bets would be on the next one being announced then, but I don't know. Maybe they're a little bit scared of Star Wars now. Maybe they'll do another Action Force, or whatever it is GI Joe or a something else i don't know that's two on a row that's that's failed i'd like to think that they they come back strong with a another vintage collection vehicle that everyone can get excited about yeah. but these black suit ones don't seem to be uh hitting the mark just need to be a bit more intelligent about what they're doing and recognize this as the market research is poor market research embarrassing market research but at the end of the day you know why was it the reaper one why wasn't it an inquisitor one you know i noticed when i was watching kenobi that all the inquisitors wear their lightsabers on their back apart from Reva, who wears hers on her hip. But apart from that, what were the difference? Why did they have to specify that it was Reva's? And were there people who were slightly put off because of all the sort of background distractions and stuff, which accompanied the beginning of the series when people were complaining about her and, you know, there was worries and clear racism, you know, out on social media and stuff like that. Did that whole situation mar the... Um, the selection of this and did it just turn people off if it had been the inquisitor's lightsaber would it have been more popular do you know what if this had been 250 quid i wouldn't have backed it to be no, honest I, with you. I, I just, no awesome. no interest in it at all this is i think dave hit the nail on the head last month when he said this is something that should have been sold at a disney park where people who are you know on holiday and got plenty of cash to spend and they're in the moment and they'll buy it it's not a hazleb item you look at the, the the uh the proton pack they released last year i think that was about the same price as this fantastic this is just another lightsaber to me yeah should have done a lola should have done a lola drop that in there really really smart one or as you say just go back to vintage collection ships yeah well just that, that that's what's worked i mean you look at that the um katana is amazing the um razor crest is amazing even if you dropped the m1 starfighter 
even if it was Anakin's bright yellow one, would have been backed. If it, even if we, I would tell you now, if that was an, even an X-Wing or a TIE fighter, it would have been backed. A nice one. I mean, just make something. We haven't got a sand crawler. Open a sand crawler up and give us some robots to fill that display. Just just a crazy, crazy decision for me. I just, it really is a really odd decision and at that price point. I, there was no way it was ever going to get funded. Absolute shocking decision by Hasbro. Really funny, funny item. We got all that out of our system last month, Stu, so it's your, it's your opportunity yeah. to vent. Yeah, just a real strange thing. Well, talking about disgruntled collectors, I think the last four, five, six weeks, it has been disgruntled collectors throughout the community we had san diego comic con announcements a lot of announcements from there but really it was all a bit like the Haslab lightsaber it was all a bit meh generally dan it hasn't been going down well in the collector's community is it no so i think i think there's there's a few things at play I think i'll start off just by saying we've been you know doing some our own chats our own private chat and we've been looking at you know certain figures i know grant's been excited about vintage collection and he's been taking figures off card and he's sending photos and how great they look and there's been talk online we're going to talk about the, the dark times vader on vintage collection and dave last month was talking about the the migs mayfield figure that came out this year on on vintage collection there are they're producing some fantastic figures there's some great product there so i don't want to lose sight of that because this is going to turn into quite a negative conversation but they are producing some some really good stuff i think the other thing to put into context before we get into kind of the the, the negatives is, is is what's happening in the world at the minute and i don't want to start getting on a downer and talking about potential recessions and the cost of this that and the other but i think one of the, the biggest things to highlight i mean i work in logistics and what i think a lot of people don't realize is the cost at the moment of moving something from southeast asia to the uk or to the united states it's gone up by more than it went up at its peak to more than a thousand percent so to move a, a 40 foot container from hong kong to the uk before the pandemic was about two thousand pounds to ship a container last september that was up to nearly twenty thousand dollars a container because of the pandemic because of all of the issues in the sears canal and all of that stuff it, 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 it the demand was just massive for these services so they were charging twenty thousand pounds a container so that's you know 10 times what it was and then on top of that, it's, it, although it started to come down, it's, you're still looking at, and I looked this up today online, you're still looking at around £10,000 to move a container from Hong Kong to the UK. So the, the shipping costs now are massive. So when we start talking about the cost of things, I think people need to recognise that things aren't as cheap as what they were two or three years ago. But all of that aside, I think the, the things that are really upsetting collectors at the minute, I've kind of, I think there's three main points. One is the pre-order process, this whole thing of, pre-order and everything now you know if you get it in the shops you're lucky you see it on the day you pick it up but generally people are having to pre-order everything and they've went into great great detail last month about the, the you know the ups and the downs of that the second one and we've spoken about it a lot over the years but it's becoming more and more rife is these repacks and repaints and kit bash figures we just see more and more of that and then thirdly obviously what i've mentioned before is the cost now the, the one that really set people off during san diego comic-con was this this slave one or boba fett starship that's this received a release now i've gained I've, I've done a bit of research on this um on this ship now this is actually the fourth time the mold of this ship has been released so it's not you know a brand new sculpt or anything like that it's been released several times before so it was initially released as part of the rise of boba fett toys of us exclusive pack that came out I think it was 2010 
that originally came out and it was packed with a Mace Windu's Jedi Starfighter. So you had the Slave One in Django Fett colours, I call it. The Mace Windu's Jedi, Jedi Starfighter plus two figures, a Mace Windu and a Boba Fett. And those that whole pack was $100 when it was released. Then a couple of years later, it was repainted and released as part of the vintage collection. It was an Amazon exclusive and that was on its own. The ship itself was $70. Then in 2020, it was re-released again. At this time, it was Boba Fett Starship, but it was a re-release of the Empire Strikes Back colours for the uh, 40th anniversary. And that was $150. And now they've released another version, or it's up for pre-order now, announced at San Diego Comic-Con, is the ship again in Bo- Book of Boba Fett colours um, with a Boba Fett figure and not much else on top of what was already available. I think it's got a stand and a few other nice bits and pieces, which was $249. So you've gone from a ship that was released in 2013 in Empire Strikes Back at Colors, $70, $150 two years ago, and now it's $250. And people have just lost their mind. You said you're giving us the same product over and over again. You've painted it a different color, but we're paying this much more for it. Now, since that was announcement was made, they have reduced the cost by $40 but I just don't think the appetite's there for people to pay $210 for something that you could go onto eBay now buy the previous release for at least £100 or $100 less than the new one that's coming out so I think it's created a bit of a logjam and we're going to talk more about some of the things that they've announced um, in the Black Series as part of San Diego Comic Con you know you've got this Boba Fett that's been painted black Uh, that's nearly £40 in the UK market we've seen more credit collection more repaints and people have just said do you know what I'm out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not collecting anymore. And there's been a lot of people saying that. Now, whether they actually do that or not remains to be seen. But several of the independent toy rate retailers, um, one in particular, Star Action Figures, posted quite a passionate email that he hopes that Hasbro were reading. Really going into the state of affairs and vent, venting his frustration at it. That they're that they're basically killing. They're killing the brand. They're 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 they're, they're just yeah turning in too many fans off of 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 what was a good thing. That's quickly souring due to cost and 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 lack of invention and new product i totally agree with you mate i've seen it especially i'm not on a lot of vintage collection groups but i am on black series groups and some of the the conversations on them is that people are just are just tired of of the same thing over and over again right so that leads us i mean we're talking disgruntled but we've we've discussed this before and dan i'm going to come back to you again there's a big debate at the moment plastic free packaging from hasbro Obviously, all companies are trying to do their part. They're trying to reduce the amount of plastic used in toy packaging, in in any kind of packaging. We see it all the time. Easter eggs were plastic free this year. The eggs were just lying in the bottom of the cardboard boxes. So there was some announcements coming from San Diego Comic-Con with what they are doing, because some collectors are worried that they're going to reduce it completely. What is the announcements been? What are they going to be doing? So there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is if you're a vintage collection collector, if you collect row or you collect the Black Series anniversary stuff or the credit collection, stuff like that, it comes on a card back. They will be keeping the bubble. There's a lot of talk. I think we covered it last month with Dave, whether or not they do away with the bubbles and have these kind of cardboard figures sealed with a picture of the figure on the front of the cardboard bubble. But that isn't the case. So it is going to be the case that we are going to carry on getting a retro vintage collection black series anniversary and credit collection still on card back so if you're into any of that you'll continue to get figures on the card back and bubble however if you are collecting black series the general boxed figures 
they will no longer have a transparent plastic window from which you can see the figure. Instead, there will be a, a image of the figure on the front of the box. And yeah, you'll have to open the box up if you want to see what's inside. Which is obviously going to cause massive disappointment with a lot of them because a lot of people do. I mean, I say a lot of them, they display them in their boxes, but there's so many Black Series re- releases that people are displaying them with the side image. And that's still going to be there, isn't it? It's only the front. Yeah. The thing that's, I think, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swear because I think it calls for it. The thing that's pissed people off, or Black Series collectors off, is that the way that they've described it was, it was in the words to the effect of collector-led series would continue to have a plastic bubble. So there was a lot of people calling out on the Black Series page as well. Isn't Black Series collectors led then? You know, it's not a child's toy. This is a collector series and you're taking away the window from which we can see the figure. That is a poor choice of words, isn't it, really? Yeah. Considering the price points. Dan, can I ask you a question? You may have just covered this a bit, but are the boxes going to be more like the Cad Bane box, which slides out? Because actually, they're quite nice. And if they put a sort of catch on them that they could stay open, they do display nicely. They have it. Well, the image that they've shown is of a Stormtrooper box. They've shown some of the other figures that there are coming. They look to be the same as the boxes of the standard Black Series figures with a with a box that opens from the top. And I imagine, and again, this hasn't been seen yet, I imagine it's in a cardboard tray with, with I don't know, some sort of um, cardboard ties holding it in position. There are obviously ones where they do get the fancy packaging. We saw we're going to talk obviously about the releases this year, and I think there's the uh, from San Diego Comic Con, and there was the uh, the Cassian Endor that looks like it's got one of those boxes that slide open. Yeah, yeah, it has, it has, because the droid slides out the opposite side. Yeah, with it. I don't think that's, I don't think that's well. My my interpretation of that isn't going to be the standard packaging. It will be in the same size box as what the rest of the Black Series currently come out in. And those boxes, in fairness, have been a little bit more higher price point as well. So, yeah, there is a little bit more to them. And the other concern from people who don't open the boxes up is the quality control at Hasbro. Lately, I haven't I haven't seen evidence of this myself. I, I don't buy huge amounts of Black Series, but people complaining about the quality control on some of the figures in terms of the paint application that you won't be able to vet your figures before you before you buy one so you're you know it's blind box if you want to know what's inside you've got to pop the seal and take a look see if you're never opening them though it doesn't really matter does it and you can't see it don't worry about it yeah and i think you know i think dave dave spoke about it quite a bit last month and we spoke about the packaging and you know we talk about things like transformers where they've been in that style of packaging for some time my son was collecting transformers for the last couple of years and you know until you open the box up you can't see what's inside it but they've made the point that transformers collectors do open the box up they do want to take the toy out and transform it back and forth but boxed Star Wars collectors don't. <laughs> it's going to be, I think it's going to be a bit of a, uh, a watershed moment for Black Series. I think people all, all of a sudden start becoming loose collectors or, or walk away. The thing is, they're trying to do the right thing, Hasbro. They're trying to reduce. There is a massive issue. But I can't hear any other suggestions coming from these collectors because I did read on there. It was the most ludicrous thing, but they were talking about just leaving a little slit, which is open. But the dust trap, I, I mean, I just thought, well, what a wallyish thing to say. So if you're listening, that's a really silly comment. <laughs> But what other options are there for display? Well, well, the other argument is, let's take Coca-Cola as an example. So I don't know how much plastic is in a Coca-Cola bottle, but I would hedge a bet. There's as much much plastic in a in a in a small 300 half liter bottle of Coke as there is in the window on a Black Series box. So some people are arguing, well, I think the world's got bigger fish to fry than a few windows on some action figures. That's the other argument. But I'm that's, not saying it's that's right not, or wrong. I'm not, not, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but 
that's what's yeah, out that's there. like saying you know well you're doing it i'm not going i mean i've, I've read recently in the impress that hp source is is trying to go back to predominantly remember they're always in that glass bottle yeah. and they want to reduce by the end of i think it was 2024 they're going to try to eradicate all of their plastic bottles again and go back to glass i, I don't agree with the collector saying well they they do this i mean everyone's got a responsibility in this it, it's a very it's a very difficult topic I get well, then the you plastic. could argue then should you collect vintage collection because you're still getting as probably just as much plastic on one of those as what you're yeah. getting on a black series bit of a different thing to try to cover up i suppose they're trying to do something rather than nothing yeah i think i think people should have the choice i think there, there's there is room for people to have a choice so the people who are going to open them up should be able to go and you know go on to hasbro pulse and select a you know a non-windowed version and the people that do want to display in window should have should have that option you, you know you, you you're saying that the vintage collection is more important than the black series in in, in collector's eyes i think so i think there's room for both yeah, but I people, people aren't the Black Series now. So, and my, I, I have been. Do you know what? I used to keep the boxes, but I've got to the point now where, where I think to myself, do you know what? I'm just cluttering myself up. Yeah, yes. I, I think that I think that they I think they will become a, you know, come to a point. I mean, as an example, and I know we're we're, we're kind of jumping around subjects here. These San Diego Comic Con exclusive figures, and we, you know, we saw it all through lockdown as well. When when the events didn't happen, they were put online, and those things would sell out real quick. So whether it was the the Black Series Wampa the free pack of the um the 501st what else was there there was the stuff that that that, that craig got the uh, was it the indoor chase pack all that stuff was was you know you had to snap it up you had to be there on the day it was sold out in half an hour you can still go and pre-order all of that stuff people people just haven't haven't have gone do you know what nah not doing it and i think there's a bit of a a bit of a moment here this is a boba fett figure so unless they've made copious amounts of it which if it's an exclusive figure you wouldn't think that they would if it was going to be some sort of convention exclusive or people have just gone no that's it i've had enough yeah i think a lot of british collectors have had enough because of you know we go back you're talking about the price about just the the unfair price differences and i know that this could be linked to what you said about the cost of transportation dan but when they're saying right yeah it's going to cost you x dollars um in, in the us but actually add more to that and then convert it to pounds in the uk that's you know particularly with the um with the slave one fire spray bubble fits you know spaceship starship that's where people were getting upset and that has seen a price change hasn't it Yes. So the prices at the minute, your standard black series, if you go into Hasbro Pulse now without any kind of sale items or anything like that, looks to be about twenty five ninety nine. And your vintage collection, the newest figures are sixteen ninety nine. So you're looking at seventeen pounds now for a three and three quarter inch figure or twenty five ninety nine for a standard black series. But once you start getting into deluxe figures and you start talking about exclusives and some of the credit collections, you're talking forty quid or more now for for what for one of those figures. And then I suppose you've got a question how much of this stuff you're buying. Me personally, I haven't bought Black Series for a while. I was buying my son some of the Bad Batch last year as they were being released. But I haven't bought Black Series for a while now. I've been picking up the odd vintage collection for my Rogue One run. But I'm much more comfortable now paying a couple of hundred quid for a hot toy at those sort of prices for Hasbro product and feel like I'm getting real value for money. That's not to say the prices of hot toys aren't going to go up in future, but for 200, 250 quid, I can go and get a, an Obi-Wan Kenobi hot toy that, okay, it's not going to come out for 12 months, but I'd rather I'd rather know that I'm going to get something quality that I'm really going to be happy with than a blind box black, you know, black series action figure 
maybe 10 of those for the equivalent price. I think people just need to weigh up how much of this stuff they're, they're going to be buying going forward. And I think that's what some people have been doing and said, no, that's it, I'm out. Well, the retro collection you spoke about, you know, that has to have a bubble or it just can't exist. I don't mind the latter, really, because I've not been taken with the retro collection. The vintage collection, yeah, absolutely. I'm delighted that they're, they're sticking with the bubble. What's going on? I must have missed it. You guys will be over the vintage collection, which comes in boxes. The first one I noticed was on the Book of Bomb Fett, where you had the Fennec Shan is a bubble, you know, carded with bubble figure. And then you have the Boba Fett in a box. I've bought one of those to review on TikTok in a two-minute TikTok, uh, Jez. Right. And that, you're going to open that one, are you? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be one of my two-minute reviews, yeah. Uh, I'd be interested because I've not really, I've not seen any videos that are opening, but my understanding is they're, they're deluxe figures, right? So they've got a bit more than just the action figure. That's why they've argued the box. But I don't think that's that. I know we spoke about it last month, Jez, and I, I was kind of in the place that they were going to go that mm. far and take the bubbles away. But that yeah. was the announcement that, that, that they're not. They're going to keep putting the bubbles on there. Hopefully they'll take away the silly bit of bloody paper they've got in the bottom of the bubbles. But I actually quite like the box. It, it throws me back to, Jez, you recently bought the um, Endor playset. They're like mini rigs, aren't they? Yeah, I just kind of there's there's something vintagey. I know it's the vintage collection, but there's something that's another option. I mean, I wouldn't want to have it all like it, but it's quite nice. It comes with it comes. It's the stormtrooper broken helmets, which are really I haven't opened it yet, but they look really nice. Two smashed helmets with bits broken off them. I I just think they look nice for display. Well, they're originally actually good helmets, but it's just because of a lack of packaging and plastic. <laughs> they smashed. But but that wasn't the first time. So even going back to the the early days of vintage collection, you know, back in the the early part of the last decade, they were releasing similar things. So you had the the Death Star, what they called the scanning crew. So they they came in a box similar to yeah. that. And also there was an Ewok set. I think a couple of Ewok sets they bought out in similar boxes. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think there's a place for them. I think they're quite nice. I think they're something a bit different. And when we look at our vintage collections, you did have different items coming out alongside yeah. the main toy range. And I just think they're they're just a subline of that. I, I think they're nice. I think they should be embraced. Like I said, I wouldn't want the whole range in it because well, it's not actually much bigger. than. I, actually, I don't think it is bigger than a card when you look at the size of the box. It's got all the rubbish warnings all over it yet again. But. <laughs> I was just not confused with it, but it threw me a little bit because I've been used to the vintage collection. I knew where I was. I was like, yep, yeah, one of each film. I want to get one of this. Oh, hang on a second. Where are they going with this book of Boba Fett? And the Mandalorian, you got you got the Imperial Stormtrooper with the M-Web or what we used to get, you know is the you know the vintage laser cannon. You know that comes in a box. I was thinking, oh no, is that how it's going now because of this no bubbles? So if they're going to do a combination of the two, then no, that's all good. You need one of those for your collection, Jez. I think I do. I can do that. Yeah, you're right. I'm definitely right. Well, boys, I mean, this is probably going to rumble on. We're going to see more of this as the months progress. Um, we'll definitely try to keep on top of it but uh, it is an interesting discussion so let's just finish the news on a very quick positive thing another andor trailer and um, the date seems to, i'm sure it was coming to be coming out 31st of august but it's suddenly the 21st yeah. of september three episodes on the release 12 episodes it's brilliant but that trailer the the most recent one has got me quite excited for this i've been quite excited about andor anyway but there's something about it it is i just i just think the period is set in the the opportunities are endless. What what was your boy's reaction to it? Totally. We all love Rogue One, didn't we? So I I had high hopes for this. The first, the teaser trailer, I was like, mm, all right, okay. But I think the pennies dropped with everyone. After having seen that, and you're right, it's the whole timeline. People are like, oh, hang on a second. This is the foreman of the rebellion. It, it looks 
brilliant. The the opportunities here are really, really good. And the actors, the people within it, and what you saw, you know, they're, they're blending so many things together. I'm really, really excited about it. And you know me, I don't, I don't often get excited about Star Wars. I think I was a little bit Andor, what are they doing a series on him for? But now we've, I think I wasn't too impressed with the first trailer, but the second trailer, I'm like, yeah, this looks, this looks awesome. You know, you see, you see everything, didn't you? you see these clone troopers featured in there, Star Destroyers, then Stormtroopers. So I think it's really going to jump about the timeline. From what I've read, that this first 12 episodes takes place five years before Rogue One. And then Tony Gilroy's announced the second series is going to be another 12 episodes. And I think they're going to cut it into arcs so different story arcs so three episodes or four episodes per arc and it's going to cover each year leading up to rogue one surging right into that movie so yeah it'll be an interesting an interesting series great to see saw guerrera in there looking forward to getting a finally getting a vintage collection saw guerrera figure so when when you collect the vintage collection how does this how does this act with you because andor is a direct link to rogue one yeah i don't know yet i'm hoping they're going to carry on with rogue one cards but i think they're obviously <laughs> going on a plaster and or everything can't they so yeah. i'm not i'm undecided i'm going to wait and see what they uh a to see how the series goes if it's as good as i hope it is then i'll, I'll probably carry on collecting the Andor vintage collection but yeah if it's naff then i'll just stick to rogue one but fingers crossed do you know I'll what my first thought was when i saw God. 12 episodes good god when we do the um the end of the series <laughs> cover up just how long was it for just talking for six episodes this is double <laughs> we, might have, we might have to do two, two halves but whatever the, the episodes are only like 30 minutes long they're not as i think there's been some first reactions from it i won't there's no spoilers in there but i think they've shown the press the first three or four episodes um and if you google it online you know and or press reviews you, you can see that some of the guys have come out and started talking about it at a very high level but just described it as being a very grounded series very serious very adult but not adult as in a who adult it's a you know it's more of a, of a serious slow burn spy thriller by the sounds of it but sounds really interesting the one the interesting thing i did say there wasn't a huge amount of fan service in there so it feels like they're they're going to just you know get stuck into the story they've got to tell rather than trying to have cameos of c3po and r2d2 every five minutes which i think they've got to do that at some point haven't they yeah I mean, we've got to see this universe outside of the same people, the same places. Let's let's widen it now. I think we've uh, had that fan service, and they're still going to return to that in other shows. But there's, I'm, I'm but looking fan service. To fan service is seeing a clone trooper and a stormtrooper in the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, show, you're right. You know, uh, and you know, we as you say, you got Saw, Mon Mothma knocking out of the park again. It's just open that box of possibilities now, which you think. Ooh, all the other people, all the other characters, which are in other animated shows or have been completely forgotten, who could come in, and if they did, brilliant. I, I'm, it's just exciting. It's just really exciting times, and you know that the way in which it's been made already visually, looking at it, you think this looks very well done from a cinematography point of view. Oh, man, I can't wait. Star Wars is great. We've got so much coming up. Amazing. It's a great time to be doing a podcast, isn't it? About anything. <laughs> All eras. All passions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dan, you let me down. <laughs> you meant to say all Star Wars at the end. Stroof, that's what you get, Jeff. Right.
to steal from the Empire? You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? I need all the heroes I can get. For the greater good. Call it what you will. Let's call it war. There's fermenting out there, son. Pockets of fermenting. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. Right, on to this month's announcements. Obviously, there has been San Diego Comic-Con, so there has been certain things coming out. We've obviously already discussed quite a bit of disappointment within collectors in certain areas. So we're going to do our usual. We've got five sections tonight. And let's start off with the vintage collection announcements from our man, Jezebel. That's me, vintage collection man extraordinaire. going to start off with this Darth Vader, the Dark Times. Now, this can make a man moist. Because I looked at this and I thought that this looks good. I like this a lot. Obi Wan Kenobi wasn't overly impressed with the previous card art, whereas this card art and figure combination itself, this Vader looks brilliant. Dan, take it from you. This is a completely new sculpt, isn't it? Yeah, and a lot of people are very excited by it. Lots of people posting photos now. They've got it in hand, and it does look. It looks awesome. Yeah, really, really impressed with that. But we're going to uh, we're going to scroll on to the Obi Wan Kenobi multi pack. Now this is an Amazon exclusive, and I'm going to come on to this in a minute from a price point point of view. These multi packs, I just very briefly want to know what you guys think of this from an aesthetic point of view. So this comes with Obi Wan Kenobi and Tika, who was the uh, Jawa who he had the exchange with, who was trying to sell him a lot of stuff which he had stolen from him, and a purged trooper, Phase Two armor. So that's three of these together in a multi pack amazon exclusive what do you think about these guys they did another one of these amazon exclusives Mm. last summer so it was a bad batch set they did which which was basically clone troopers with capes on (laughs) from when the uh, bad batch ran into rex in that um bar in bad batch um it it reminds me of those italian sets that's what i was about to say dan we've just i just said it a minute ago them them giving us little tidbits from vintage when you were collecting and 
this is what that screams to me. I like it. Maybe not. Mm. I think maybe a strange combination of figures in there. Well, the Italian and the German multi-packs, which, so these weren't chopper packs. These came four carded figures together. So four of them together with a, you know, folded bit of cardboard over the top, holding them all together. So you saw the card art for the one which was on the right. It wasn't obscured at all. What you've got with this is three figures, not four, and the card art is completely obscured. So whilst I do like the callbacks and the shoutbacks to the to the original vintage, what the vintage collection is sort of, you know, trying to brand itself on, I think it just misses the mark slightly. And where it misses the mark more for me is Amazon exclusive, fifty one ninety nine. So this is 52 quid for three carded figures. There's no massive incentive there, is there? What's the incentive? I can't see the card art. I have to keep them all together. And I have to pay a good, you know, 18 quid each for them. Are they a little bit more expensive than you thought? 17, 17 quid, 18 so quid? So how much is a how much is a vintage collection figure now? 13, 17, 14 quid? 17 quid. Well, there you go. That's three times then, isn't it? That's what it's coming out as. Are these yeah, available so, in the UK or are we talking American only? Yeah, this is Amazon UK. I'm looking at this. Fifty one ninety nine pre order price guarantee. That's what it says. So it could go up, could go down, but this is what they're saying pre order price guarantee. So um yeah. I mean it's all right. Floats your boat, doesn't necessarily float mine, but we'll we'll move on. Has it sold out to you last time you looked? Because that's really interesting, yeah. the fact that's available. That's that's that that's really telling as well. Because these things, like the Bad Batch series last time was really tough to get. And it came to the UK quite late. So American site, instant the day it was announced, you could go on Amazon and buy it, sold out in seconds. UK came much later, but it was it was sought after. This is obviously not a shift in as quickly, I would suggest. Yeah, okay. So what we'll do very, very quickly. And I'm now currently on the east coast of the USA. So <laughs> let me have a little look, right? Amazon.com. Star Wars Moi Pack, $50.99p. So let's have a little look at that. This is going to be released March the 13th, 2023, or £51.99 sterling. Both sides completely available. So if I say, um, yeah, £51 in dollars is uh, 62 dollars so yeah we're, we're paying an extra 11 dollars over the states Stu was sold by it you were kind of in the middle and i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i, wouldn't I just like that. i just like the that throwback I, I get what you're saying about just the header but as you've seen from the vintage headers i mean the cars can come loose quite easily putting it into a box of this this day and age is probably a, a more secure way i get where you're not seeing the card art but that would mean mm-hmm. a plastic window in something like this, which they're trying to move away from. I know you've got plastic bubbles. I just like the fact that they, they're trying, they are looking at all yeah. of that other vintage stuff and they are trying to, to make that appeal. I think they're trying in that respect. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on to the rescue set. So this is going to be a San Diego Comic-Con rescue set exclusive. So Mandalorian, Poxar. Oh, no, it's a bit, a bit of a weird one. I can't quite explain it. But the box art on the front isn't one scene, isn't one picture. It's two different scenes, which are a very similar backdrop. So it just looks, the composition of it just seems slightly strange to me. It just looks a bit weird. But let's look at the content itself. So what have you got? You've got Mandalorian himself with all sorts of accessories coming out of him. You've got Grogu with his little handcuffs, bless him. 
you've got Moff Gideon and you've got a Dark Trooper. But what you have within this box is the backdrop, is the sort of scenes themselves. So a little bit more uh, playware from that. Having said that, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the uh, visuals which are available for us. And there's a tremendous amount of packaging, plastic packaging within this boxed item. So yeah, boxed item with no windows whatsoever inside in addition to all the figures and the backdrops etc they're all held in place with plastic i don't think that's necessary because you're either going to get out of the box and display it and that, anyway my, my point is i think that's an overuse of plastic within there but it looks all right one of the one of the comments which has been said is the dark trooper is just from a scale point of view is just way too small but on the whole looks pretty good i don't know what the costing of that is yet what do you guys think of that that one? I think you hit the mark there with the plastic. I don't understand it at all. Because if you took the, if they were just like strapped in, like you get so many toys in this day and age, you could display that in its packaging, but out of the packaging, if you get what I mean. Just pull that mm. thing out and display it. I don't understand all that plastic bubbling. It's made it look awful. So you're either got to display it in the box or open it completely. I don't, it makes no sense, that plastic. Mm. And you're right, the Dark Trooper is is way off height-wise compared to Mando. I think Mando's got a, a very slight advantage on him, actually, in height. So, what am I else going to go on to? Now, this next one, Amazon exclusive, now already showing temporarily out of stock. So, there you go, Dan. This is one which is going okay. And this is the Retro Collection Special Bounty Hunters 2-Pack. So, it's Boba Fett and Bosk. And uh, yeah, look absolutely like the original original Empire Strikes Back figures in a great box. So yeah, they did the uh, the Dengar and the IG88 in a similar box. That's but that was a few months back. Maybe it was Christmas time. Oh, Boba Fett's had plenty of releases, and they just do fall on Zuckus in a, one of those well, boxes. They've, they've the already set. released them, haven't they? As as Black Series, they, they normally come out quite quickly after a Black Series release, don't they? Obviously, can just yeah. shrink the mold of some some description. I know that we've already covered the Boba Fett Starship, really, haven't we? So again, that one's coming out. Don't know if you guys got anything additional to stay on that, apart from the fact that that price has been dropped. Hasn't it, by all accounts? Yeah, 40 quid in the UK. I'm not sure in the US. I, I looked on um, uh, one of the US websites. It was $200, so it feels like it's come down over there as well. Would you Would you go for something like that? I mean, it's a lot of money. Take the price point away. But... No, I wouldn't. No, not for me. Not for me. It's just space for ships, isn't it? It's, I've got enough vintage ships that are boxed, let alone start buying. I mean, the Razor Quest is taking up. I've got. I've, I've made a point of I'm going to keep that on display for as long as I possibly can, but I've got that sitting across the top of two Deltoffs and trying to find space for a Slave 1 is just, yeah, not happening right now. So then we go on to the pipeline reveals, uh, which have been found on the back of a card back at San Diego Comic-Con. You guys might have to correct me on this so tika jawa figure vc258 shows on the back of that several upcoming figures now for my benefit and the benefit of listeners who might not be aware guys pipeline reveals just explain the background about all of this because they're talking about luke skywalker an imperial light cruiser former pipeline reveal artillery stormtrooper former pipeline reveal and cal kestis cassian andor and vel sarsa what's going on with all this so I think that they were previously with these pipeline reveals, they're just showing image of the character, you know, a screenshot from the from the series or movie to give you an idea of what's coming. But this is obviously a, a you know a physical representation of the toy that they're showing for the first time. But I thought that's exactly what this was. They're saying that 
these are seen on the back of a card. Yeah, so they've just shown the back of the card. I'm assuming that because of that teak is going to be in that three pack, they've got that in hand. So they decided yeah. to, to show the back of the card to show what else is coming just probably a little bit earlier than they could show the final card back sure. for, for the figures. In its own yeah, it, they, would, they wouldn't is normally this... do it like that. They wouldn't yeah. normally show a card back. They would show an image of the character, which in some of them, they've said these were previous pipeline reveals, but it's odd that they never show. I mean, the Luke jedi and the carl kestis they showed both of those as individual releases but the other figures on the back there were were, were new news i think other than the tika maybe as well who right. is so craig <laughs> bell sartha is from andor there was one other um, vintage collection figure which was the Platoonian raider um, which was originally packed with the ATST raider that came out when the first series of Mandalorian aired. So it's the, I think we spoke about it the other week, just the Mad Maxed up version of the ATST. He was questioning why it had a red leg. So yeah. it was the, it's essentially the pilot to that ATST. Um, when that came out, you could only get that figure with that vehicle. Um, then they're going to card that for the first time and, and put it on yeah. release for everyone. In terms of uh, retro collection, there were a couple of other announcements. So they released a couple of months ago a box with the six figures from the first 12 that they released a couple of years ago. So the Luke, the Han, Ben Kenobi, Vader, Leia and Stormtrooper. So that was the first wave of retro collection. What was that 2019, 2020? A couple of years back now wasn't it there was a big everyone all the vintage collections collectors were kicking up saying oh yeah people are just going to rob the weapons out of the packs and try and flog them as the real thing and i don't think any of that's come to pass but they've re they've re-released those in a nice box they still come carded in the box and um, but they're doing the the other 12 the other six of the 12 now so we're getting a another box of those and that is going to feature sand people ben kenobi death star commander death squad commander a r2d2 a jawa and to much applause a vac metalized c3po that everyone's got very excited about because they haven't done vac metalized figures for some time it's always been a whole thing about the cost of it and the damage to the environment but they were talking about it during the panel that they had at comic con saying they found new cheaper more environmentally friendly ways of vac metalizing figures so Good news if you like your back metalized figures and you wanted the second half of the first 12 released. I like them, Dan. Again, I think that's another throwback to vintage. I mean, we had the six packs in the Empire Strikes Back era in very similar style boxes. I do think they look at that. I was going to ask, so, so, so I, maybe I dreamt it, but I've read that these boxes that these come in were a limited release back in the day and that these are actually vintage boxes recreated that, that you could buy six figures in a box like this have i got that wrong have you guys heard that maybe one of our listeners could help with that because i'm maybe i've got that completely wrong but i thought that that box itself was a throwback to something that resembled them back in the day so more pipeline reveals this time for the empire strikes back 40th on the retro collection so they've announced the figures that they're going to be producing for that wave i'm assuming around may next year when it's the when it's the 40th anniversary so there's going to be a luke jedi a leia bush hand trench coat lando skiff the emperor and a biker scout so i think we uh when we originally when we did the uh the last wave of i think it was the empire figures we were discussing which figures would get released for the return of the jedi i think we got a couple of them right but there's some I think the only the two that stand out for me there that shouldn't well three of them really that didn't need this release was the boost the the hand trench and the Lando skiff I think they're in pretty good supply so I'd have liked to see an Emperor's Royal Guard in there as well for the, the people that troop build um, an Ewok an Ewok yeah I just don't think it's a great selection of figures there I think the biker scout's great maybe the Luke Jedi but the rest of them 
I could probably live without. They're really good sculpts, aren't they? The Bush and the um, Lando Skiff, I guess. They've always been quite popular sculpts. Yeah. I just still celebrating the fact that because of the most recent Those Old Fossils podcast, where we spoke a lot about the Clatu, that's the reason why the uh, Clatoonian has been um, re-released. <laughs> and, you know, that's just successful around. Well done, Generation Skywalker. <laughs> uh, here we go. Exactly. Well, there you go. Vintage collection. Plenty for you to sink your teeth in there, Jez. I would maybe start expanding to more than one. Have a little look. But I do think you need a six pack. I do think you need a, a box version. I do think you need the three pack because you've got to tick all the boxes. Right. Be that guy. Dan, over to you then. Black series. I think yes. a similar sort of amount to the vintage collection. Yep. So I'll, I'll, I'll tackle the Obi-Wan Wednesday related ones first. So we got a one jack, which is the Forlom or Zuckos droid, depending on what you want to call him, from the Kenobi series. He's getting a release. Uh, we've got Tala as an Imperial officer, a Ned B figure, and a Obi-Wan Kenobi on Jahib. That you say it, so you'd think I've got this right after the last show. Jab, Jabib. Jabim. Yeah. Jabim. So we're getting an Obi-Wan Kenobi from Jabim and a Tika. Uh, on six inch as well so they're all of the they, they were the they were announced uh through june as the as the uh episodes were airing they had these obi-wan wednesdays so they were drip feeding us essentially a wave of obi-wan kenobi black series figures then we got a couple of san diego comic-con related figures i'm still really scratching my head on whether these were exclusive or not i think you could pre-order them at the event but i don't think you could walk away with one but you can i think general public is still going to be out of buy them as well so really confused why san diego comic-con's got anything to do with these but let's move on so there was a cassian indoor and b2 emo it's quite a good name for a droid b2 emo i wonder what what that's all about a two-pack that's i think that's retailing for around 59 dollars not available for pre-order yet outside of the comic-con so that one's not gone up for any sort of pre-order yet and also the boba fett in disguise which i've already mentioned which is from the comic series from the war of the bounty hunters so this is essentially your boba fett painted black with an axe um, that comes in a yeah, one of these fancy comic series boxes with the Velcro front that you can open up to see the figure inside. Um, that's available now on Hasbro Pulse and also in demand toys have it and it's looking to be around £40 for that. Now we get into some of the uh, more controversial stuff I think. So we've got the Halloween collection. So there's two figures been announced so far for this. Not sure if there's going to be any more. One is a clone trooper painted back with a skeleton kind of costume how would you describe that guys is that like a skeleton costume so he's got the bones of the skeleton painted on his armor and also a chewbacca with wolf ears to look like some sort of wolf man <laughs> it's the bottom of the barrel in it this is not good really, really? Good. are you taking are you, are you serious are you <laughs> in the line with the christmas figures that Stuart holds in such high regard they've gone down the Halloween path now and I think this is a symptom of Hasbro trying to cover too many different panels at too many different events they had celebration now they've got this and they're just trying to heap up anything they can to show the public and yeah I think that they were scraping the barrel with that one so yeah they're coming in time for Halloween you know your B2 emo droid yeah whenever I look at that I think of Bob from the black hole (laughs) <laughs> it's got that sort of real, I don't know, it's kind of tenuously linked slightly, but it's, it looks a little bit like one of those sort of black hole droids, Bob, is what I get, because he just looks so beat up and old. Okay, so on to San Diego Comic-Con then and what was announced there on the actual panel. So we've got a, and these are single packed figures, essentially these, these are the, the new 
standard releases that aren't any sort of repaint or repack arguably so we've got a grogu with a pram and new articulated arms so they've put a grogu with a pram in a full-size black series box and are selling it at full price which i think is a little bit of a mickey take considering you could buy grogu when he's grogu on his own when he was still called the child back in 2021 in a little teeny tiny black series box for i think at one point i think i picked harrison one up for a tenner um and you could also pick him up in a two-pack with uh with the mandalorian for about 30 quid out of smiths as well so yeah i'm frowning at that one a little bit and then we've got a mix mayfield in his season one outfit so this is was uh his forget the name of the episode now was it the the, it was the prison break episode though where he had the the kind of the automated gun hanging off his shoulder so they they finally got round to releasing him in that figure hk87 now here's a question who's familiar with hk87 i did go and look this up by the way (laughs) i didn't know was a weapon system yeah okay so hk87 was the was an assassin droid there was two of them in the episode the jedi that guarded the the magistrate the the lady that um ahsoka had the fight with at the episode like i didn't even remember seeing her having an assassin droids to be honest with you it's been that long since i saw the episode but that's what they are they've got soft goods they look actually quite a good figure and a luke skywalker from the mandalorian so there's an image on here that i've got in front of me so it looks like the luke and the hk7 are going to be the some of the first figures released without the plastic window the migs mayfield and the grogu have still got the plastic fronts so they're the the four newly revealed mainline figures and then they with the, the next the next uh, repaints and everything else they released are the credit collection so we've got a, a mandalorian a bo-katan and so katano a boba fett nomad tuscan raider and a dark trooper so those of you not familiar with the uh, credit collection these come on vintage style card backs with concept art from the closing credits of the episodes of the mandalorian with figures repainted to to look more like those concept drawings with a nice little plastic piece of beskar or credit however you want to describe it any thoughts on those guys anyone going to be buying those no <laughs> i'm all right Let's pass. And then we've got two great gaming great figures, so kit-bashed repainted figures. So we've got a KX security droid, which is K2SO repainted with a nice little backpack from the, what episode was it, where they had the Night of the Thousand Tears that are like Terminator, one of the Mandalorian-related episodes in Book of Boba Fett, wasn't it? So they're releasing yeah. that figure and a B1 battle droid. I'm assuming that's from something like Battlefront. And then the other bits then they release. So the Hasbro 40th collection for in Black Series 4 Return of the Jedi. So they've announced a number of figures for that. So there's going to be an Endor Leah, an Endor Hound, a Lando Skiffguard disguise, a Scout Trooper, a Wicket, which is an all-new figure, a Storm Trooper, a Paplu, which is a newish figure. It was released as part of that pack, I think, that Craig bought a few and summers ago. And he came out on his in his own box because I had bought it singly. I mean, okay, that selection and the Endor layer and the Endor hand. I mean, yeah. give us something different. Oh, there's more to come. So we've got a Chewbacca, we've got a Bib Fortuna, we've got an Emperor Palpatine, we've got a Deluxe Boba Fett, and a Deluxe Endor Rebel Commando. And apparently the Endor Rebel Commandos new. Um, the photo showed three commandos. Among them was Rex. So people are suggesting that maybe Hasbro are going to have face plates with these figures, um, similar to the Hoff Trooper that was released for the uh, the 40th anniversary of Empire. And then also there was pipeline reveals in the regular line for K. A. D. Mundi, um, the Mandalorian. Apparently that's a whole new brand new figure. <laughs> we haven't got enough Mandalorians though. And a black croissant, which is hopefully better than that comic pack version they released yeah. a couple of months back. 
And then finally, they announced a brand new Darth Vader Force Effects Elite lightsaber, which I'm pretty sure they're going to sell more of than the uh, the Reaver. So yeah, that's that's everything for Black Series. Not a lot grabbing me there. Quite fancy a Ned B, but I think that's it. Poor old Black Series. That's all I could say. Mm. <laughs> bit uninspiring but what isn't uninspiring and it never is and i could i could give you an argument to buy all of these uh hot toys jez yeah okay give me an argument to buy them all then right that'd be interesting the first one i'm in agreement with you i do like this boba fett i don't know where you are with boba fett's in your collection you two from a hot toys point of view i know that you are hot toy uh sort of affectionados but this one does look good Boba Fett, what I like in particular, and it's a very weird comment for me to say, from an accessories point of view, I, I think they're knocking out of the park here, particularly with its flamethrower. The, the flamethrower there, I've seen accessories in the past where there's just yeah, a big chunk of flame coming out, but this one looks particularly realistic, and even the way it's curving round and, and the, the flames, the, the heat is rising coming out of this uh, guy's wristlet. So it, this is a very, very good Boba Fett figure. $275 on pre-ordering now. And uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. Quite like the pose of him fighting Cad Bane. Yeah. Movies. But I think it's probably too similar to the two-pack one I've got. I think yeah, what's and that's a it. little bit different with the money. I can't keep up with you with regards to your <laughs> toy purchases. And I was pretty sure you had one of these uh, to go with your Mando one. So you've already got the Boba Fett. So this is just on its own. What, which one did you get then? As I said, I can't keep up. I bought the, the two-pack as well. In fairness, I haven't got it out of the box yet, but the two-pack, Dan had the one without the mask. That's yeah, the, the, the two-pack is, is from... It's more of a Mandalorian figure than a than a Boba yeah. Book of Boba Fett. This is the Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yes. It's too similar though, isn't it, Dan? Would you buy that as well? No. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is. It, I think if you stood them side by side, I think there's significant differences in terms oh, of yeah. the paint application and the vest. But I, I've got the Empire Strikes Back Fett as well. I don't. I don't need any more Fett in my life. I've got three Boba Fett figures effectively now. I've got the Nomad <laughs> Fett. I've got the rearmored fett and i've got the empire strikes back it's it's not for me if, i've got enough if i was I look, to buy a second fett or third fett to go with that two pack i would would track down the holiday special one yeah it's nice right see this for me i'm looking at it and i i, I know i don't know hot toys like you guys i've ordered one by the good bad and robots but looking at this it's just so beautifully detailed the bell if if they're all like this i mean they are this is why you're you guys are buying them. It is so well done with the gaffy stick, everything else which comes with it. It's just so poseable. Really, really impressive. I like this a lot. Move on to the next one, the Purge Trooper, which is a television masterpiece series. Hot Toys, $235. Reduce the price of this on pre-order. When I say they've reduced the price, it's cheaper than the Boba Fett, and it, and it needs to be because this, oh, I don't know, something about this, guys. It's the legs. Don't like it. Don't do anything for me. This post trooper. I'm going to move on unless you've got anything to say about this. I'm sure some people will love it. it just looks a bit meh. The legs look a bit plasticky and cheap. They're a bit like a, a suit trouser. Yeah. Doesn't look good. I'm sorry. Sorry, fans of this. You know, the head sculpt looks good. Weapon system. Everything from the sternum up. Everything from the sort of midriff up looks all right. Legs little rubbish I don't, I don't think it was prominent enough in the show to warrant a hot toy 
I don't think we got a good enough look at it in the show. I think there was a couple of scenes it was in. There was a good moment when Obi-Wan cut one down. He had to hit it about three times with a lightsaber in the second to last episode, but not enough to warrant going out and spending 235 quid on a hot toy. It's the same again, though, isn't it? It's a mould that's probably been done for something else and they can repurpose it very quickly. I, it. I think we'll see more of these purge troopers as we go forward and we'll probably see more releases of it and hopefully it'll be a bit more prominent than yeah, um, at the minute. It's what I'd like them to do... I know what you say about, oh, they can do it because they've already got the mould, so it's just one which they can do. Right, stop doing stuff we don't want. Make the stuff we want quicker. I'm with just, you. It's just not difficult, is it? It's just, it's just economy of efforts. Do it. Anyway, so the next one, Boba Fett Arena Suit. Had to look this one up. All right, so in Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters, comic fans learn what happened to the infamous bounty hunter before he could deliver the frozen in carbonite hand solo to jabba the hut so this is that side uh, story about you know how it, it wasn't just a straightforward delivery and there was all sorts of daring do and issues going on so we have a boba fett arena suit costume which if you've just watched the tv show and the uh, the main films you just wouldn't recognize not on a scale of is that awful halloween stuff that the black series were doing but is there a marketplace for this? Yeah, there is. Because it says join the wait list. I, Joe Watches, I opened it. I thought, here we go. Another FET. And they're using something else. And it's from a comic, which I'm not yeah. up for the comics. I mean, we don't cover the comics enough on Generation Skywalker generally. But then I opened it and I started looking through the photos. And yeah. it looks really nice. He's the, the kind of damaged cape at the bottom of all like it's like it's been eaten by a rat or something and the weapon that great big kind of it looks like a take on a gaffy stick on one end doesn't it but that kind of like axe on the other end i did look at it and think oh actually do you know what it looks stunning in a collection he looks like he's a member of so 19 or he looks like he's a tier one sf unit just about to do a knock knock operation on someone because he's wearing all black got his head covered he's got tactical close quarter battle uh, weapon system you know he's, he's looking pretty punk he's he's looking it is looking good so initially as you said first look i was like yeah i'm not really sure but it's clearly popular it's got his arms to the teeth and if you want one you've got to join the wait list yeah that? this this were as a it's kind of i don't know how they how they work it i think a year last year they released the armorer um which was literally you know the day it was announced you could you could get it shipped here but i think you could only order it through hong kong retailers it's some sort of convention season exclusive you know someone like um uh, sideshow or um even you know lee i don't think they'd get that in stock i think you could only order it via certain certain methods it wasn't a genuine release as such what they did with this though because they didn't have to worry about a tv show you know this comic was written a while ago they didn't have to worry about lucasfilm holding stuff back from them and details from them and not having detailed pictures for them to reference august 22 what you mean now that's the point of this subject it's available you know they've just announced this and they're like yeah going to be shipping august 22 or if i made a mistake no yeah it's, it's, it's the I, yeah, last quarter but it's yeah do you know what the comic books have got a massive following so people will know what this is they'll yeah. they maybe resonate with it and, and that's where we're probably not seeing it but 
Yeah, it's difficult to say about it. But you, how many yeah. fets there are? Like you mentioned already, how many fets there are? I mean, the fet collectors are like, yeah, they're going to be all over this. So, you know, you've got the prototype fet on Hot Toys, you've got the Holiday Special, you've got the Kenner Color one, you've got this one, you've got. I think the Empire Strikes Back 40th came with the the carnival that Boba Fett first made his appearance in in the, in the States. There's extra attachments you can put on and pieces. So you can you can create so many different versions of this character. It's crazy. Yeah, I, as you say, first looking, like, mm, but actually the more it goes on, I think it's looking better and better and better. So, uh, yeah, fair one. Join the wait list. So we'll move on now because there's one or two others. Obi-Wan Kenobi Special and Collector's Edition. Now this, you have to say, as soon as this came out, I was like, oh my word, this is fantastic. But I am going to come to you guys because I think there's been a bit of discourse on on social media about the face sculpts and, and about the sort of possibly the beard in particular. But this is the Obi-Wan Kenobi Special Edition. You've got Ewan's Obi-Wan Kenobi with the rocks rising behind him just as part of his battle with Vader. It is a very so, early, early example. I mean, it's not out until October 2023 to March 2024. So I would expect the face to improve before that. I think this is an early, an early example for people to, to be back in. And I've been on some of the pages where people have said the same, where th- there is generally, you know, if something comes out and it doesn't look quite right. It could be a, it could be the photos themselves and the angles they're taking at. And they do tend to improve the face sculpts if they get enough feedback saying people aren't happy with it. So it'd be interesting to see what the final product looks like. I've taken a punt. I've pre-ordered it. I think it'll be awesome. I've crossed my fingers. Same with the, the Luke Jedi. Everyone talked about Sega face on that one. It looked too much like the CGI rendition of Luke in the uh, uh, last episode of Mandalorian. But I've, I've taken a punt on that as well. So hopefully I'm not going to end up with two figures that don't look right. I can see what they're saying. Think... I've, I've got the photos open and the it's two the photos lip, the top lip, isn't it? close. There is there is something that doesn't sit right, but it does say under it prototype showing. But yeah. the fact, like I said to you earlier, Mark, when I bought Open Moff Gideon, I thought, wow. And I've always backed the Dooku one with Christopher Lee's face. I think to myself, that is amazing. And that looks, where those, you look at them and you think to myself, crikey, that is really lifelike. Where that one you can see is a clearly a, a figurine or a stat on me. I'm not saying they look like real people, those other two, but there's something there is something slightly off of his face, but I would expect that to be rectified before the release. Yeah, me yeah. too. I think when I look at the face, the close up there, the sort of skin follicles, the freckles, the wrinkled the the wrinkled, furrowed brow, the bags under the eyes, all of that just look weathered, Ewan. I think it looks brilliant. It, the beard, yeah, I agree. And now I, I don't want to ruin the earlobes to you. But when you look at the earlobes of a particular one, it looks like someone who's had some very heavy earrings on for the majority of their life. And their earlobes have just dropped just a few mil permanently. I'll just put his head up. It'll be fine. I would be really interested to know whether Ewan McGregor's ears are like that because they're normally oh, spot. Yeah. I think everyone needs a Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi representation in their collection. Whether it's it, Hot Toy yeah. or Black Series, I think I think if you're a collector, and you're, I mean, I think he's one of the best things that count the prequels. I love you, Ewan. Me and you. <laughs> the, uh, the stand, which this one comes with, is you know particularly worthy of note with the with the the rocks behind it i know that they use the you know transparent acrylic bringing it up and everything like that but the the accessories which this comes with the little box of lightsaber hilts the belt the lola the weapon um or the the sidearm rather the lightsaber it's all looking good this is 
outstanding. I really, really like this. And if they can nail the beard, then they're on to an absolute winner. Talking of winners, the last one which we'll talk about like this is the Darth Vader Deluxe version and Special Edition, which has come out, came out just after the Kenobi final or finale of Kenobi. So you've got the Darth Vader with options of different chest plates. So pre getting his backside handed to him and uh, with the helmet, which has been cut open and you've got the, oh, the scarred and aged and just awful looking Anakin behind that Vader helmet. It's brilliant. It comes with a whole host of accessories and yeah, you've got holograms and miniatures and stuff. No one's going to be using those. This is all about the lightsaber. This is all about the face sculpt. It's perfect it's really really good dan did you order this one i didn't <laughs> but yeah i've got four I'm back up to four pre-orders again i, I oh nearly I, just when i thought they was out they dragged me back in i've got vader the empire 40th it's my favorite hot toy i wasn't mm. going to buy this i said i wasn't going to buy this i haven't pre-ordered it but i'm gonna order it at some point i just want to pay a bit more off of what i've got outstanding and then yeah i can't imagine this one isn't going to be one that's well stocked i might have to regret that but i'm going to uh i'm going to i'm going to uh hold hold back a little bit before i pull the trigger on that one but yeah as it stands i want it (laughs) so the vader the vader which you've got is an empire one yeah so it comes with with this bespin stand it's all lit up and it's it's, it's priceless brilliant would you ever consider moving that one on to get this one no Oh, okay. Never mind. I think <laughs> I was this... just thinking. Hmm. No, I've got my Empire Strikes Back display. That's my primary yeah. focus. But this is, um, yeah, it's a bit. As much as I, you know, hopefully people have listened to Obi Wan Kenobi review show. As much yeah. as I dislike the show, like I said, there were lots of moments that I liked, and that end battle was it's up there as I think, you know, brilliant brilliant star wars moment in time you know it's a real milestone i think that battle is is fantastic and the you know the emotion the whole the whole bit at the end i loved it so yeah i need that i think i'm gonna have to get that to go with the (laughs) obi-wan to be quite i think they have to be together i think they should have been a two-pack but there you go oh yeah that's fine i mean my train of thought was you know i've only ordered one hot toy so far and that was the best thing luke and and if you didn't need your Darth Best Bin one anymore, I'd buy that off you. And then that frees you the funds to buy this one. You see how it works. I'll let you know how the okay. year goes. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. I, I think that is stunning. And I have yeah. literally just ordered that while you and Dan were discussing that because yes. I, th- I, th- I just think that is a must for any hot toy collection. Yeah. So what did you get? Deluxe version, exclusive collector yeah, edition? Full booty. Full booty. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Oh, yeah. Liking that a lot. What's the um, sideshow? Did you get it? Who did you order it through this time? Sideshow? Yeah, just because that's where the link goes. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, they're quite cheeky, aren't they? Because on sideshow, because we know that we want to get ours from Good, Bad and Robots. There are other distributors available, but Good, Bad and Robots are the best. Collector's edition, exclusive edition, deluxe version, and then the deluxe version brackets exclusive, which is a sideshow exclusive. So, um, yeah, they're really trying to corner the market, aren't they, there? for? But, oh, as I said to you, the sideshow exclusives, you just get the hologram miniatures. 
yeah, I, on the Obi One, I haven't got the deluxe. Um, I, I think it's just two lightsabers in a box is is the bit you get extra with that, and I didn't yeah. think it warranted the extra fifty or sixty quid. And the Vader, I think if I do get it, I'll just get the standard. I think it comes with the bits you want. You want that head sculpt, you want the bust yeah. chest plate, and all of that. That 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 does it for me. Oh, it looks amazing. The um, cod piece looks a bit bigger. Anyway, right, moving on. So that was it from the, the main stuff. And uh, just rapidly, there's been some teasers. Oh, some, some nice from, stuff in here. Yeah. So the first mm-hmm. element from the teasers from the San Diego Comic-Con is the N1 Starfighter. But you wouldn't want that on its own. So now they're also doing Mandalorian and Grogu six-scale figure set. So there you go. We've got some epic pictures of there. Little, little Grogu in his bubble window in the N1 Starfighter with Mandalorian. Very, very good. No, I do like... I was going to say, do you know how big that N1 Starfighter is? It's got to be pretty big. So it's three foot wide, four foot long. Holy moly. There is debate whether or not it is just for the shows or whether they are actually going to release it or not. There is... Yeah, there's nothing confirmed that's definitely going to be available at retail. I yeah. would love it. I don't know where I'd put it, but I would love it. I think the fact that they've got it on their site would suggest to me that they're going to sell it. Yeah. I would I would be all over it, I think, with the Razor Crest one end, that the other end, and then I've got the Mando helmet, and you've just got a few bits and pieces. That makes an absolute stunning display with big items, a real focus point. I, I mean, scale-wise, it's all going to be wrong, isn't it, with that next to the... Next yeah. to the Mandalorian ship. I mean, but you oh, have that laid out with some. Space. You have that yeah. laid out with some hot toys and a helmet. It will look. It will look I mean, what, what are you what are you guessing at then? Price but wise, that N one Starfighter. At least a grand, I reckon. Grand. At least a grand. Yeah. What do you reckon, G? Mm, I reckon slightly under that. I reckon we're talking seven seven fifty. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of a grand, but I mean, it's one of those things where you you pay for detailing on these figures, don't you? detailing on the accessories and i'm not saying this starship won't be detailed but it's just a big starship rather than the all the intricate work possibly i still think it'll be a grand though you won't get much change from a grand about 250 just sorry not if you get caught at customs with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's very true then moving on final three pit droid and bd72 uh, which uh from the book above fat what you would have seen in uh docking bay uh it's a cute little robot, isn't it? That that one, the BD seventy two. Quite like I, that. I will droid. buy that. You will. I will, I will yeah. buy that because I love the pit droids and the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And there's that throwback, and that would be quite a cheap two pack because they're not going to be very big. So I will I will be all over that. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. I like that one a lot. Tech uh, six scale figure. Yeah, tech. So bad batch. Looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Nice little leather strap detailing, and and yeah, it's looking pretty smart from what we can see with just the one image. But the one which I did really like, and I'm sure yeah. that you guys will appreciate it, the R5-D4, coming soon. Looks looks really great. Looks battered. I'm, looks sun-damaged. I'm so happy that they've moved this forward. That has been on their site since I started buying Hot Toys, back when I bought Leo in 2017. That's been on the site as a, Qu- a teaser, and they're now talking about it again. Quick so question I'll be for you. That. Question for you, and we can cut this out if you want. Have you seen the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer? No. Seen it, Jess? Um, I might have seen a moody copy. Yeah, and some of the, there's quite yeah. a good copy now on 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 YouTube. And in one of the closing scenes, Mando's flying the M1. He's got Baby Grodo, Grogu in his lap, and there is a droid port on the back of the ship. And there is a certain droid in that droid port, R5D4. 
So the fact they've got that on display with the N1 Starfire mm. is pretty telling. I know he was in the scenes when they were building the ship in the Book of Boba Fett episodes, but yeah, it sounds like that droid is going to play more of a part going forward. But from a timeline point of view, he had a bad motivator. Yeah, they obviously fixed him. 50 years earlier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, okay. It looks great, though. looks really, really good. I love it. So yeah, Hot Toys, as you said bring out some really really high caliber stuff impressed with it all really yeah definitely that yeah. Trooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. they do excite me right let's move on to lego hit me with the lego i mean they they, they seem to knock it out of the park each time as well so yeah lego bunch of stuff was released on the 1st of august um, we've got an ATTE walker which is one of the clone wars walkers six-legged jobs Nice to see the prequels getting some some Lego love. I think we spoke about, what was it, the Jedi Starfighter last month. I've seen that on the shelves recently. Um, this comes with a number of different clone troopers. It's more of Revenge of the Sith Phase 2 clone troopers than, than Attack of the Clones versions. And several battle droids. Um, it's £120 and has 1,082 pieces. So nice little set there. Um, we've also got Cad Bane's ship, the Justifier. That's getting a release, and that looks to be a Bad Batch-related release. So that's got several figures with it from the Bad Batch, as well as Cad Bane. is £150 and 1,022 pieces available now to buy on the LEGO website. Another set that's recently been released is the Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader set, which is the duel um, from the third episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, where they have the fight game, don't they? Name in a planet. It was in a quarry pit, some hot rocks. <laughs> Essentially, the one where Obi-Wan got barbecued. I think I mentioned it at the start when I talked about my newest acquisitions. Nice little set. It doesn't do a huge amount. It's £45. Features a Obi-Wan Kenobi figure. Features a Darth Vader. It's got a Ned B in there, Stu, if you like your Ned Bs. And also comes with an Imperial officer. I think it might be Talon now, to think, now I think of it. Yeah, it's a base, essentially, with a, with a couple of features. You know, you can pull a handle on and a little tray with all the rocks falls out you pull the slide the bottom out and the fire flips up also we've got some more blockheads. i don't think we've really spoken about these before on the show um they're kind of like the lego version of funko pops so there's an obi-wan kenobi and a darth vader version of those from the show and they've also re- released an ahsoka tano blockhead as well don't do a huge amount for me those blockheads you guys got any thoughts yeah. on those I'll, I'll give you an opinion on a blockhead i always thought the same dan i was like, look at those things And my wife at Christmas took my little girl out to choose me a little gift as a stocking filler. And she bought me the Mando and the Grogu in the pram. I've got that in a box. I still ain't opened it. Mate, build them because they are, do you know what? They're just just fun little things. They've got a low price point, which is lovely, but they're just a bit of fun. I mean, they are what they are. They are blockheads, but no, they're quite Mm. quite fun. Quite good fun. I might might (laughs) dig that out of my loft. It was in my box of for sale stuff, but I might, uh... Give it a go. I mean, they're not going to get much on the secondary market, mate. So enjoy it. Yeah, okay? fair enough. Thanks for that advice. Pleasure. So that's all your Lego. That's all your Lego. Wonderful, wonderful. Lego do a wonderful job. I am a big advocate for it. I think they uh, they smash it. So as always, there's so much Star Wars stuff every month. We could make a massive list of releases, but we try to limit it and we try to keep it tight. Miscellaneous items for this month. Daniel, you mentioned it earlier. A couple of helmets by, I'm not, I mean, I don't know how to pronounce this, Denu Novo. Yeah, we haven't spoken about these before, but 
previously they were a novo so i don't know if you remember when we've been to celebrations in the past they've had a stand they've got lots of nice helmets and prop replicas but i did i you know not not really staying close to it, i didn't realize what issues a novo had had i've looked online read watched a few youtube videos and essentially they were putting up lots of pre-orders people were pre-ordering them and literally years would go by and, and no products at the end of it. So there's a lot of frustrated collectors out there. In 2019, they changed their cancellation policy, basically stating that customers could no longer just cancel orders um, until the product was released, which created even more of a fury amongst fans. Apparently, there was some situations at Celebration Chicago, shall I say, when people approached the stand to find out where their products were. And something happened in the background. Anovo were essentially their license was given to this new company, um, Denise Anovo, which is uh, it's a partnership between Rubies. You know, you've both heard of Rubies, right? So they do lots of costumes and Halloween related stuff and uh, Neko. So Neko and uh, Rubies have teamed up, create this new company. They're fulfilling a lot of the old pre-orders um, that people had with Anovo. Um, I think the Luke Skywalker helmet was one of the first that come out in the last in the last few months. And there's a few people reviewing that on, on, on YouTube comparing it to the Black Series X-Wing pilot helmet. And yeah, and they're starting to come up with some new products. If you go over to YouTube, you'll find lots on their, their stand on from the Celebration. They've got TIE Fighter pilot helmets coming out, clone trooper helmets. But the two that we've got here, one is a Sabine Wren, which is a fiberglass helmet. And it's got lots of nice wear. If you go in and look on the website, lots of nice photographs of that. Lots of detail, certainly a lot more detail than what you get on the Black Series helmets. But you're paying for that. So I think for the the uh, Sabine Wren, you're looking at around £500 for that one. And on the Clone Trooper Phase 2 helmet, the clean version, which is essentially one that hasn't got any wear on it, again, you're looking at another another £500 for that, plus getting it over into the country. So they are very pricey. The comparisons videos I've been watching with the, with the Black Series helmets, yes, they are more detailed than the Black Series. They do look really good. They are very much a prop replica other than a rather than a, a cosplay item although you can use them in that way if you choose to but they are yeah does the amount of detailing you're getting warrant the you know essentially treble the price of a black series helmet so i think people just need to go and check that out but they are they are very nice nice that is a high price point when you compare them isn't it i mean yeah i quite like a helmet i mean i've got a stormtrooper one that i bought at celebration Do you remember in 2016 and i've got that on display i've got it next to my darth vader black series helmet and in terms of quality and i know it's a different company now but you'd be hard pushed to say which one was black series and which one was Anovo. so yeah i think people need to yeah probably go and have a bit of a closer look maybe in celebration next year assuming they have a stand there and uh, get some of this stuff in hand and have a proper look at it yeah, I suppose it has. comes down to how how screen accurate you want it, isn't it? Their, their Tie Fighter pilot helmet, though, it looks it does look really good. So you get yeah, have have a look at that as well. That that that's one they've had out for a while, but that looks it looks superior. So they've got two versions of that. They've got the uh, oh, what was the game that came out a couple of years ago? Cluedo. Oh, with the red, sorry, Cluedo. <laughs> oh, the not the in the the Battlefront game, the the in game. There was the black. There was the the Tie Fighter Squadron. I can't remember what they're called. Battlefront Two. Inferno. Inferno oh, Squadron. Fine. So it's the black helmet with the red markings on it. They've got that, and they've got a standard Tie Fighter pilot helmet as well. They look really good. I think if I was to get any of them, I'd get that. But these are there, the two newest. So the Clone Trooper helmet and the Sabine Wren. Beautiful, beautiful, and nice bit of backstory to that. So moving on, I put something from Royal Selangor in the show notes last time i was on and you boys absolutely ripped it now someone else added this to the uh, list the other day uh jez what do you think of these and what are they <laughs> so which which was the one we ripped 
Um, the, do you remember it was the the Bespin Vader and Luke uh, figurine statue kind of thing? Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. Fine. So Royal Selengar do pewter busts, all sorts of stuff, but they they've got a Star Wars range. I'm going to go on to these a little bit. Um, so they've got Boba Fett and an Obi Wan Kenobi, and they do two versions of each. So the standard Boba Fett bust, really well detailed, very limited, limited edition of 800 individually numbered. And it's, yeah, high 21 centimetres, uh, including base, which is 16 by 9.5 centimetres. So yeah, reasonable size, pewter, it's going to be solid, it's going to be extremely well made, and it should be for £399. So just a bust of, there we go, and you can look at that in comparison to maybe a general giant and think, right, yeah, completely different. This is just a pewter, so no colours, all colours taken out of it. Pewters look very well detailed, Boba Fett looks good. However, if that's not enough, they've then got what they call the the guilt Boba Fett. Now, this isn't guilt as in, oh, yeah, I'm feeling a bit like a puppy next to a pile of poo guilty. This is 24K guilt pewter on composite resin pedestal. It's another 100 quid on top of this. So a goldy-looking Boba Fett bust for £499, a limited edition of 200 of these. So 800 of the standard pewter and 200 of the uh, gilt ones. What do you guys think about these ones? I'd rather go and buy a Riva Has- Haslab lightsaber, <laughs> mate, to be honest Okay. It almost looks like something which you might have seen in the background on Solo. So when you're on that the ship where you saw all the artifacts in the background, including sort of bits and pieces from Raiders of the Lost Ark and whatnot. Just, I don't know. looks like a museum piece, but not necessarily a sort of collector's piece like we are. <laughs> I think if you had, um, if you were very, very wealthy and you had a lovely snooker room, full-size snooker table. Yeah. With an antique bar in the corner. I can just see that knocking around in there somewhere just as a, just as a piece, you know, just because you've got money and you want to spend it on something. <laughs> yeah, indeed. If I had the money, if I had a load of money and 500 quid was just a little bit of pocket change, I'd be like, yeah, all right. I'm with you. But I haven't, so I'm not. <laughs> so so that's the Boba Fett. And then they move on to the limited edition Obi-Wan Kenobi figurine, which has got his Ewan and his classic lightsaber up, sort of a, a beam his face with his arm forward in his stance of, right, let's go. So battling the adult Skywalker on Mustafar, Kenobi gains the high ground. And uh, yeah, so two different ones then. So again, you've got your standard and your, your guilt. Um, so we've got the standard one, 1,500 individually numbered pieces. And then of the uh, 24K guilt one, limited to 300. And this is £699. I think I prefer the fat. I prefer the fat, yeah. I, I, what I, do, I quite like the base. I think the base would look good on a hot toy. Yeah. You know, but the figure does absolutely nothing for me at all. Even if I mm. had loads of money and a snooker room with an antique bar in the corner, <laughs> I wouldn't be putting this in it. Yeah. You know, but Royal Selengar, they, they've been doing this for a while. They've had ones which have completely sold out. They, they've done various ones. I've looked at their sort of back catalogue. You know, they had what people were commonly referred to as Slave Leia, now Hut Slayer Leia. You know, that one sold out. Various different ones. You know, you never know. These may well go. The fact that they're quite limited probably gives you um i mean <laughs> i've just been scrolling down now i've just come across the luke and vader from last month or a couple of yeah. months ago a thousand pounds yeah 
Yeah, they, they've got limited edition C-3PO ones. They've got Ray figurines. They've got all sorts of stuff going on. Darth Maul one's pretty good. Yoda. They're not going to be producing these if there isn't a market for them. So, you know, good luck to them. Chess pieces are quite nice. If you had, you know, full chess set, that would go nice in a snooker room with an antique bar in the corner. <laughs> with like a chess set laid out with the pewter pieces. I think I can sense another project coming on, Stu. You might be converting <laughs> the downstairs of your house into a snooker room with a bar and an antiques royal cylinder piece. Yeah. Very nice. OK, I reckon that might be Jez's choice when we get to the outro shortly. Uh, Gentle Giant, you've just talked about them, the the, the mini busts and all sorts. Uh, Dan, a few announcements from these? Yeah, so there's three items. There's an Ahsoka Tano bust, so there's two versions of this. Unfortunately, the exclusive version is sold out, the web exclusive um, version, but it's essentially Ahsoka Tano, looks like from her Rebels appearance, so she's got uh, she's slightly older than her Clone Wars appearance. She's got a little owl on her shoulder. You know, can we let anyone know? A bit trivial what those owls are called. I can't remember what they're called. She's got an owl on her shoulder. Um, oh. she's, got a hood, she's got a hood up. And the exclusive one came with a 501st clone trooper helmet buried in snow. Um, and a standard version, you don't get that little helmet buried in snow. Um, so that's 129.99. You can still get the standard version of that. And also they have announced two others. So we've got a Purge Trooper from Obi-Wan Kenobi. So this is a premier statue. This is $200. We've already spoke what we think about Purge Troopers. I think we're going to get any more positivity out of that from what we've already discussed on Hot Toys. And they've also released, which I think we might be a little bit more excited about, is a Return of the Jedi, Leia Organa, Boosh Disguise. So last month we discussed the, uh, I think it was the Endor version, wasn't it, Jez? And this, now they're doing a, a Leia yeah. Boosh which is very nice. I don't think it's quite as nice as the Do you, do you the think it's one? very nice, Dan? No, because it's removable helmet. I like it when the helmet's on, but I don't think her face is right. Her face is quite podgy. I was going to say it's not as nice as the Endor one. The Endor one was, I think, out of every, in retrospect, in terms of what I would pre-order off of last week's or last month's list, it would probably be that. I did opt for a Lego, but in retrospect, that that, that Endor layer was really good. But yeah, When the helmet's still... on, I think it looks amazing, but there's something not right about her face for me on that. No. A little bit off. What do you think, Jez? Yeah. Yeah, helmet on is great. Fan of fan of the helmet on. That's not for me. Something not quite right, is it? There's something yeah. there's something off there. But the helmet no. looks when is the helmet what, looks cool. What you've got there, right, is a looky likey. Whilst it's brilliant and the helmet is on, it looks brilliant. You take it off and it looks like someone who's trying to do an impression of Christina Aguilera but isn't. Christina Aguilera. See what I mean? It's just, it's a looky likey. <laughs> what a random choice. I don't know. He's being dirty. <laughs> hey, very good. Very good. Oh, you and your genie in a bottle. So, <laughs> it's someone, it, it's a hot toy of someone cosplaying Leah Bush. That's what I should have said. Gotcha. Anyway, so they're £200 a pop, those, those two, the, the Purge Trooper and the Leia Organa. Cool, cool. Okay. None of them for me. But we sometimes cover them. We sometimes don't. They're too fast to keep up with. But we had to go to Funko Pops this month because it has been. Well, do you know what? 
there's five on this list, but I reckon Funko Pop by now probably had 30 Obi-Wan Kenobi range chairs. Yeah, they've got loads. So you've got five of the standard ones at 11.99. Um, so you've got your Roken, which I think is probably my favourite of them all. Yeah. Uh, they, you've got your, your Tala, um, so the Imperial Spy, I'm the Spy. You've got Tala. And you've got uh, Darth Vader, as you'd expect. You've got Obi-Wan and you've got Reva, the third sister. So something for everyone. I like Roken. Maybe it's just because I just feel like I'm getting more from it. There's a lot more detail and it's got a weapon system. I like that. But then Funko, the, yeah, they do more of their stuff. They've got the keychains and various different bits and pieces and something for everyone. So, and they've still got the older version of Kenobi as well. But yeah, all good. A little bit of Funko 11.99. I think you need one of those in your collection, particularly if you had a snooker room downstairs. <laughs> all good. Antique nice. bar. Uh, cheap in the room, yeah. that, but not having it. Rich mahogany. <laughs> yeah, nice. You're getting in the uh, mood now. Nice tartan carpet. Dan, Mission Fleet. Now, there has been quite a few announcements for Mission Fleet, but I thought we'd just go with just one. So this is the uh, something out of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so it's the, uh, the yeah. work Snowspeeder from uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think it was, what, the fourth episode, the one we all loved when they break into the uh, the Inquisitor's base. Comes with a character, I didn't know her name, to be fair, Sally Stark, and yeah. it comes with a little turret gun. And, yeah, it's a little Snowspeeder. I think um, if you took away the fact that it's used for hauling waste, it's, yeah, it's not bad. If you're into that sort of thing, I think you're all over the Mission Fleet, really. You're a, you're a closet Mission Fleet collector, Stu. Do you know what? I, I, don't, I, I got a couple. Yeah. I got a couple of bits. Yeah, I'd say I bought a couple of bits just to see what they were like. And actually, as a toy for my daughter's age, she absolutely loves them. And she still plays with, I bought the Speeder with Mando and Grogu and that. And she still sometimes, um, I see her, mixed in with all her other toys. So um, I think they're quite a playable little thing. How I'm going to buy the range. I was going to say that. Are you going to get this? That was the next question. No, not for me. And finally, the Darth Vader FX lightsaber. Jez, uh, Dan's already mentioned it. Anything to add on it? Nice. Coming in November 22, $207. It's about $280. It looks great. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Hey, it's really well detailed. I've never had one of these lightsabers uh, or in hand, but they do look very good. And the, and the Vader one is just so recognisable, isn't it? Yeah, it is nice. What I will also add, I've already mentioned Micro Galaxy, kind of new action fleet, micro machine type things. But I read a, a great report today. I didn't realise how invested they were in this line. They've proper backed this right from the off. So like I said to you, go over to TikTok if you want to see me open one. But the Falcon looks amazing for this. Comes with little minifigures of Leia, Han, Obi-Wan, Chewbacca. But they have already announced that there is going to be, I think there's already about 50 different items announced or released in this line. They've gone with everything. They they have proper backed this line. And they start from, I think, the little blind boxes are a fiver in the UK. And they go up to 50, 60 quid, depending on the size of the ships. There's, there's a price range for everything. But they have got Ventress's ships. They've got Gideon's TIE Fighter. They're, they're all sorts of ships from all of the things. I think they're proper back this range. I think they this range. When I got the X-Wing, I because I was when I went to buy it, I was expecting them to be 10, 12 quid for the X-Wing. Got to the counter. It was 17.99 in the UK, reduced from 19.99. And I thought to myself on the way home, hmm, maybe a little bit steep price point wise, but actually looking at it, nice. And the range looks amazing. I think these would look amazing on display. So these are, the, these are the, like, the action fleet micro machines yeah. type deal. Yeah. So we, we spoke, spoke about, about these briefly last month, but yeah. the range has proper expanded right. with the announcements in the last four to five weeks that the things that there are. So there's launch editions. I've got the launch edition 
X-Wing, so the package is slightly different. They've got something called Rare Editions coming out, Limited Editions, you've got the blind bags, you've got exclusives, you've got chase variants, um, and every release has a collector number. So, for example, I've got the X-Wing in front of me, it's number 15, I know the Falcon's number 22, but they are proper delving into this line. They are proper back themselves right from the off, which is nice to see. Where did you buy that? I got that in Smith's. They had okay. didn't have a great deal, to be fair. They had the X-Wing, they had a TIE Fighter, and maybe one other ship at that point. But I've also got two of the little blind boxes. I haven't opened them yet, but they look, I mean, even those look quite good fun. Even just the little characters. So the X-Wing comes with a little R2, which pushes into the back of the X-Wing, and Luke, which obviously goes into the cockpit. They're nice. I think they look quite nice on a display. I really do. And they've got the ship, Obi-Wan ship in Attack of the Clones, where he leaves the circular bit. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know what you mean. Like, Jedi Starfighter. Yeah, Starfighter, yeah. I quite like them. Yeah. I I, will buy, I'm going to buy one in the next few weeks, and I'll let you know what I think next time, maybe. Yeah, it'd be, do you know what? If, if there's as many as what they're saying, I think it'd be quite an interesting topic to maybe mm. get the line on paper and, and images and then maybe have a discussion about it in, a, in September's modern way. Well, boys, that was announcements. Quite a lot. Be interesting to know as we go in here then. So you've seen what's been on offer. If you could add one thing that you haven't already pre-ordered or you haven't bought already from everything we've discussed tonight, what one thing would you uh, be going after? Jez? Hot toy. R5D4. Good choice. Good choice. Dan? The hot toy Vader. Okay. Stu? (laughs) Well, he's pre-ordered everything. There's nothing left to choose from. I think it would probably be just having a recap of things in my head there. I think, yeah, either the Starfighter or R5-D4 from the Hot Toys. I think they um, they both make me a little bit excited. Yes. Um, <laughs> if I had a tail like a dog, it would be wagging when I look at them. Yeah, one of those for definite. Oh, oh, the Vader lightsaber. I quite like that, actually. No, I'm not. What am I going on about? I wouldn't buy that. I'll cut that. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to cut it. I was, it was one of those things that was in my top three, that Vader lightsaber. I think it's about time. I've always still fancied got... buying a, a lightsaber, so it's kind of... I've still got the old um, Sideshow one. Is it Sideshow, what they call it? Was it Sideshow Collective? No, it wasn't Sideshow. Was it Master Replicas? Oh, Master Replicas. Nice little line. Yeah, nice little line. The, it's, a, it's a heavy hill. I, mean, I got it in lockdown for about 90 quid off of Gumtree or someone was selling it, and it was brand new in the box, and it's, yeah, mint. Blade's not gone yellow. Quite happy with mine. I don't need to go and spend another 250 quid on one. You should definitely do a show all about Master Replicas on yeah, your own. Yeah, yeah. Jeff would like that. <laughs> so, social media. We're across everything. We are on TikTok, we're on Facebook, and we are on Twitter. Just search for Generation Skywalker. Of course, Facebook, check out the We Are Generation Skywalker Facebook page. I think I say it's the end of every show. We are going to be more active on there, and I do mean it, and we will get there. Also, we're on Instagram. Just search for Generation Skywalker. You will find our main page, but we do also have the vintage and the modern pages, which are sister pages to the main. So Dan is running the modern Dan. Pretty active. It is when stuff's getting released. <laughs> it's been quiet the last week. We've not had any new releases, but yeah, you know, all around the Comic Con, all around um, San Diego Comic Con, it was coming thick and fast, and I was trying to keep up with what's been announced. And I do a little roundup at the end of each month as well, kind of a, a bit of a real showing images of everything that's been everything that's uh, that's been announced in the last thirty days. So 
yeah it's good fun come and sign up that's uh is it jen underscore skywalker underscore modern yeah definitely go and check it out because now i've just told him there's 50 to 60 pieces of the micro squadron every day there isn't anything new he will post an image of one of those so you can be checking out the line before we cover it next month uh jess and also the vintage i know this isn't the vintage show but i know that's pretty active as well yeah indeed loving the vintage so very much like the modern is gen dot underscore skywalker underscore vintage so follow them both see what we've got precisely and i will urge you to go and check out the tiktok because next week i will be well actually that'll be before this podcast is out but um i will be starting the two minute review so if you just want a quick look at an item i'll be over there opening tiki black series the vintage collection micro galaxy squadron hot toys we're going to be uh smashing them out and uh, you might even get to see my little cheeky face which is quite cute in its own little way i would <laughs> uh go over to youtube check out youtube Again, search for Generation Skywalker. Hit the subscribe button over there. This show will be on there with lots of images of everything we've discussed. And that's always the best way of checking out these items. We're across all podcast platforms. Check us out on Spotify. Hit your Alexa up. Just say, Alexa, play Generation Skywalker. And you will come up with the most recent episode. You can then skip through them or shuffle. Maybe shuffle it up. You might get Dan chatting to Lee. Or you might get Jez talking to Gerald home. It's uh, it's all out there. Just shuffle it up. I like that. Shuffle it up. Just shuffle it up. Or go to www.generationskywalker.com where you will find links to everything, all our social media, all our shows, all our enhanced shows and a few blog posts. But boys, that is modern. Great fun catching up with you. Jeff, I, I hope I hope I've been all right. Um, if not, let us know. We could put Dan back in. And I hope we've let Jez talk enough tonight. But thank you for the feedback. It was really nice. And that's fact. Thank you for all the feedback. We do get some feedback. But Jeff, your your message was lovely. Um, well, that didn't include me. Hurt, but not hurt. Do you get what I mean? You know, maybe just think about that. But it is for the show. Goodbye from Dan. This is the way. It's goodbye from Jez. Um, permission to speak? Of course. Uh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> and it is goodbye from me. We're Generation Skywalker. All eras, all passions. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs>